Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. It's John Holmberg here, adding beauty to your world with my friends from Creative Environments. Outdoor living is something we have here in Arizona, and we get to enjoy it almost all year round. Your living space doesn't have to end where your house walls end. You have a backyard just begging to become functional and useful. My designer at Creative Environments, Danielle, came to my house and created an outdoor space for me that is basically now square footage for my home, and I'm so happy I had them reimagine this portion of my property. I have them working on another project, too. I spent a ton of time by my pool in the summer. It's a great pool, but the area around it seems to be just a bunch of wasted space. Danielle at the team at Creative Environments, they're drawing something up for me now. And the cool part is when they show it to me, it's going to be a 3D video. So it's going to basically look like it's finished before they even start. Leaves nothing to the imagination. You'll know exactly what you're getting right there. They are top shelf in every aspect, design, construction, even maintenance. All you have to do is give them a look-see. CreativeEnvironments.com. We live in paradise. Build the backyard of your dreams. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Thursday, right? Thursday. It's 5.45. Hi there. My name's John. There's Brady. There's Brett. Big Dick Toledo's around here somewhere. And it's humid. And I love it. Last night was awesome. We got the rain back and it was just amazing. I, I, I stood and watched it like I was a, I'd been dropped onto another planet. We got <laughs> crushed with water and I loved it. And it wasn't everybody. Not everybody got hit. Uh, you barely got any. Brady got a bunch. Yeah. I don't think the West Valley got much of anything, but we got the, uh, you know, the, uh, Alert went off. Oh, yeah. I got the alarm. And it was just dust storm was the alert. Is that what it told you? Well, yeah. that's all you were supposed to get because Cass yeah. Grand got uh, smushed and then it started coming north. I'm pulling in. It was just old-fashioned Phoenix this morning. I'm going around a tree in a street in my neighborhood. It got blown over those stupid acacia trees or mesquites. They just get pulled out the second it starts getting wet. Oh, it was awesome. Must so. have got, not got hit hard here because I don't see no. any water out there. And on top of that, we always lose at least two trees. The trees here always fall. Yeah. So... Those it, branches have a uh, automatic. Uh, oh yeah, they're just a disconnect. Release, yeah. Yeah. branch release. <laughs> yeah. They completely and and the and the, they have to remove themselves from earth, or kids die or something. Those these trees leave the ground the second the wind blows here in our parking lot. And we're all right, but yeah, that was uh, that was worth it. And finally, right, we finally got a little action, so everybody can shut up. But it's going to be a muggy mess today, and that's that's it. I talked to a guy yesterday, uh, just for uh, just briefly, and we were chatting about. Uh, you know, it is 120, so you're just yeah. like, man, it's, we're standing outside cha- talking. I'm like, that's enough for me. I'm like, I like the heat, but if we're not going to move around, this is just blistering. And he goes, man, I can't. I lost friends over that. I'm nervous about talking about it. I'm like, what are you talking about? He's he's lost friends over weather. We've politicized weather so much 
that the, the most inane conversations you could used to have, the, the the most boring small talk you used to have, uh, you have to be on the same page as why weather's hot or cold or rain's not happening or whatever because someone can Greta Thunberg and you don't see it coming. And he's uh, he's like, I had a friend who was so into the climate change thing that when I said I didn't b- believe it, I got c- crushed with like uh, news articles and. Everything on Facebook turned into like just he was pumping information. It was like, dude, I'm it's weather. He's got some asshole and, for friends. Yeah, and, he, and I said, well, it wasn't much of a friend. He's known him since the eighth grade. The guy's like 38 years old. So I've known him since the eighth grade. We've been friends forever. And I knew he had a feeling about it. And then, of course, it turned into what he and I talked about. He goes, he married some girl like three years ago. I'm like, well, that's, that's all you need to know. That She changed him. That She turned him over and uh, turned him into a, an environmental loony. And I'm like, we are. Well, that's how po- political we've gotten. I haven't. I couldn't imagine losing a friend over inane small talk. But that's what we turned small talk into. Like, a, don't bring that up at Thanksgiving. Your grandfather hates the environment stuff. It is. And he's like, yeah, I lost a friend. Never heard of it. Lost a pal because one. He, he just didn't buy into the idea that you know science has it all figured out with the weather thing. And I'm one of those people who's kind of like, yeah, we're dirty and we do bad things and we're messy, but. Won't the earth just adapt? And that's always what I say. And no, we're all it's all it's killing everything. And, if and we've some, changed the landscape here in absolutely. Phoenix, which would make sense where it's you know the heat would increase. But sure, yeah, I understand the rules of it. But that. I mean, how do you lose a friend over just the talk? Like he brought weather yeah, up. There's it's no too longer hot. a uh, okay. Well, we uh, beg to differ on that. No, but uh, you shouldn't even have that. It used yeah. to be the thing you'd go to as the safest conversation in the world. That's those were to me. It was the announcement of a boring human being. This weather we're having. I mean, that was the, the weather. That was the the yeah. go to joke of like either talked about the local sports team. How about these uh, these Cardinals? What a season they're about. Or how about this weather we're having? Those were the two safest. Can't get in trouble. Con- now weather you could you might lose a friend. I think that you know, and the other thing that magnifies the the speed of it. Is because if you can take that stance, you're like, you know what, I agree with that, and then you can go look it up and find more and more reassurance for people that agree right. or you know people that write oh, about it. That's the whole internet. The whole internet exactly. is just an echo chamber. Whereas of your back thoughts. in the day, you know, thirty years ago, whatever publication you could find on it, or you'd go in. There. I venture to guess thirty years ago, the the amount of fights about weather were zero. I bet you, unless you were sitting there talking to a climatologist, and you knew that going in, that they're going to outsmart you in every angle, and then you're just like, this is talking to Royal Norman or something. If you want to talk about certain things. the single most boring person alive is somebody who's not only willing to talk about the weather for an extended period of time, but argue with you about the weather. It's insanity. Have a hobby that's better than that. There's nothing you can do about it. Stop driving. Oh, I got to drive. All right, then shut up. You're just like me. How about them bears? Who would have thought weather goes on the list of taboos? Taboos. That's my point. Like, how in the world did you get uh, humanity to the point where it's like, well, we better not bring up weather. That upsets Dave pretty good, and it's going to cause a big scene. The weather? Oh, yeah. No, he's a big one for if you disagree with him about why it's so warm or cold or raining or not raining. He's like, he's got these. What does he do for a living? Uh, roofer. Oh, of course he's mad about the heat. Yeah, I'd be an environmentalist too. Yeah, I just, I never, I never, and he said it since eighth grade. And I don't even know what's the math on eighth grade to 38, 14 to 38. So 24 years he's known this guy hanging out and there, he's like, I can't be friends with him. I had to block him 
on the social media stuff. He said, we don't talk. He texts, but I'm like, I, I dodge him. If you can't talk about weather with somebody, that person just has to disappear. It's crazy. I get it sometimes when I'm, I'll say, I just, my struggle with the whole thing is the, I just don't think that the technology we're, we were relying on 60 years ago matches today. So there's going to be some variances that you can't sit back and go, it was the, it's the hottest day since 19, in 1940-something. This happened. Like, well, in 1940, there was a thermometer on a barn. Yeah, where was the uh, where <laughs> was ground central on it, that? We have no idea. Temperature taking. And even beyond that, we have the, it was a thermometer. And it may or may not have had a dude leaning on it. I don't know. But it was like, why is it so different? Now we've got all this extra stuff that tells us more, and then we, we weigh it against the past. Who knows? I just don't trust Uncle uh, Jerry's barn thermometer being the, you know, the precursor to all things weather. Lose friends over it. I hope I'm not pissing you off, Brett. I know you're a big one for the... Yeah, I don't give an ass. <laughs> I know. I don't either. I, yeah, you I mean, and I are both... Like, that's yeah. the best part about not having kids, too. It's like, let it let it burn. Yeah, who cares? They'll figure it out. Yeah. And they drive, and, you know, we've convinced them that driving's bad and everything. They'll be fine. No kid. I don't understand. That's the biggest thing I don't understand is you got to raise a kid who doesn't want to drive the day they turn sixteen. That's to that's my the biggest mystery I see on planet Earth in America at least right now is that I've got several friends with kids who are sixteen and they don't have driver's licenses and don't want one. Uh, you couldn't like again. I just my birthday yesterday. I sat back and thought of when I was sixteen. I, that's the only time in my teenage years. I got up early for anything. I was waking my parents up at 7 in the morning. Come on, we got to go. We got to go. I, I yeah. was just sitting there just shaking to get I'm my car. I'm getting worked right now. You got uh, one that wants to drive. That's 15. good. She's like, uh, I like this car here. She wants She's to drive. F- That's great. Yeah. I've, I've. How but, many friends do you have that are like, they just don't want it? Yeah, yeah. She's probably got half of her friends that are like, uh, I, it's not a real... That priority didn't maybe. exist. I got a I got a buddy that would have to like, we'd be out hanging and he'd, he'd I got to leave. I'm like, why? He goes, I got to take my kid to work. And I'm like... Your kid's 17 years old. <laughs> Tell him to drive. Well, he doesn't have his license yet. Why not? Well, he doesn't want it. Well, then he can huff it on a skateboard then, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. And all of a sudden, then you'll yeah. want a car. Right. Exactly. Car. When it's 119 out and you've got to go to Starbucks to get to work, you know? Or or you'll do it. Uh, we have a girl who works here whose son, you know, didn't want to drive, and they weren't driving him to work. He just didn't go to work anymore. It wasn't about like I mean, start paying it. rent that, with what a day on oh, the other. Then you're out on your ass. That's the thing that parents won't do now is the out you're on your bunch ass. Bunch of pussies because because they get arrested for it. You but I'm with you. Kurt it, Vesley but, didn't care. But, you know that's the other thing. Kurt Vesley would have kicked me out. Oh yeah, my dad and Kurt would have. <laughs> you and I high five over some oh, stuff. Yeah. Kurt and my dad would have uh, high fived over a lot about kicking us out. And my dad didn't kick me out. He he, he could have a couple of times, yeah. but mine didn't either. But I but I knew he I knew he could have and yeah. possibly would have. And I'm like, oh, I, 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 I minded my game. p's and q's around the house when I was going through a stretch. Yeah, you know, if I wasn't pulling my weight a little bit and I was 19 and I'm sitting in their house, I'm Long like, lawn. I better go outside. It's uh, time to get some weed eating done. It's like mm-hmm. midnight, like. I see the way you're looking at me. I, I know I'm not long for this world. If when I when did you finally move out, Brett? When you? I was older. I was yeah. 24, yeah. I think. I but, was but 19 and then 23. My I, old man told me he's like, "Look, once you're out, you're out. You can stay yeah. for a while." And I, but I had to pay rent and stuff like it wasn't much, but right. I still had to pay. Man, and once I'm out, I'm not coming back. And I'm like, okay, I risked that because I had the same yeah. thing. You leave, you're done, you're done. Right. I'll help you out if you run into big trouble, but you're done. And I left at 19 and came back 3 months later because roommates are the worst oh, thing yeah. in the world. 
And I told my dad, I'm like, you people, as much as I want to kind of be free, are better roommates than anyone I could ever imagine. All I got to do is mow your grass and do some stuff and you feed me and we do. This is better. And uh, the roommates I had were nice people uh, so long so as you don't, move so long you don't live with yeah, them. Yeah. And then I'm like, I got to go. And I swore to myself, I said, I'm, uh, next time I leave, it'll be for good. And it's going to be because I can survive on my own, not because I'm going to yeah. stretch and struggle with idiots, other guys who can't make it. Yeah, we were dumb. And then, so yeah, 23, I got out for reals. But that was also cool because my dad was traveling so much that uh, he wanted me at the house. So it became like a necessity. Yeah, it was the man of the house, even though you could have had that house in a heartbeat from this man. <laughs> there was nothing about having this man of the house threatening anybody that walked in. Kids could have stolen our entire booty. They could have walked right in. I would have done nothing about it. Horrifying. Yeah, it's a different time. But yeah, I was talking. It helped that uh, f- for me that I went away to college. Know, to college. Yeah. So then you'd come back on the break. So you'd have the summer. And then when you graduated, yeah. all of a sudden. And you technically tell yourself you're not living at home, but you yeah. really are. Yeah. You're on the dole. Anyway, yeah. Watch it, though. Conversations about weather after last night's rain. You'll lose friends from college. You'll lose friends from your past. And of course, maybe even parents and family. And then. Uh, Little kids should be driving all over. I, I admire that. If you're, I, I always say that about religion or any topic you're passionate about. If you pulled up in a car and started to yell at me about the ozone or about uh, the way we're destroying the environment, I'm like, you're doing nothing about it at all. Now, if you got yourself a Tesla and you're living in a house that doesn't emit anything, all right, go full bull, go full pull, or don't yell at people about it. Do the Greta Thunberg thing. I, I hate that little c word, but if she's rowing herself from event to event which she did that one time <laughs> i was like i, I gotta and I'll she's in, invited to speak too well in a way there's a big problem with that too i don't know who started that they're they're the issue yeah. she's so angry but tip your cap to a kid who rowboats her way from one place to another's all right but i hate her does she live that life does she have like you know, lanterns and stuff at her house and all that kind of stuff. I mean, is she full bore or what? That's what I would appreciate. That's yeah. what, if you're going to yell at people and that's all, Amish your generation has done this to us. It's like, all right, all right, all right, calm down. You're standing in a building that's just pumping AC like crazy and like you didn't shut anything off. You still like the creature comforts as far as I can tell. I'm with Brett. Give me a lantern, live in a log cabin, yeah. slaughter your food. Amish it up. Amish out. That's right. <laughs> And with the heat right now, it's like, it's funny because you're pounded with all the stuff like, this is the hottest month we've had in the history, blah, blah, blah. But you're like, man, I'm glad my AC's working. Look, right. I got oh, great yeah. AC. My car, my car AC is crushing right now, which I'm thrilled with. I drive around for no reason sometimes. I, I, look, I've, I've been a theorist of, uh, of this for years and years is that this planet is not going anywhere we are. And I know how to save myself. Yeah, planet's going to do what it does. Planet do what it do. Is I've always said yeah. that. Planet going to do planet. <laughs> and uh, eventually we'll just be the fleas it shakes off. Because if we're not willing to do anything like different. But I'm not. I love the creature comforts. The more the better. And tell me anybody. You struck oil in your backyard. Even if you're like an adamant environmentalist. You wouldn't be thrilled. Oh, I'd have that hose down in that oh, hole man. so fast. I would be, I would be an oil rigger, and I'd be, I'd be like all about the oil world. I'd be buying football teams there. If you struck, I said that to an environmentalist once, and they just stopped talking. Like, hey, you're an idiot. I'm like, if you struck oil in your backyard, would you tell anybody? What do you mean? I'm like, well, you'd be an automatic billionaire. So, 
Is that something you would be against? Fossil fuels are like, no, no, no. If you struck oil in your backyard, I'm not talking about what you're doing now. If you did it, would that be something that you just kind of cap and never share with the world? Because I call bull on your beliefs the second you strike oil. It's fact. Now, now you could say, uh, okay, not oil. Uh, you have a giant lithium deposit <laughs> right, underneath for, right, for yeah. batteries. You can whatever. make nick cab out of your out of your water at your house, and it's only your house. Are you are you just blowing out nickel cadmium and all the stuff that takes forever to to process, and the earth's going to eat? Nah, you do it. You just f- off and eat your fries. Quit yelling at me about weather changes and how it's my fault. It's just I got a text from a friend of mine back, and he goes, "Man." Looks like you guys are roasting. Phoenix isn't going to be livable in five years. I'm like, yeah, well, we'll be fine. Don't worry about it. No. Uh, you know, I know you think us gore people are, but I'm like, nah, stop it. it, it stop it. We'll be fine. Stop. Doom, stop. That's the problem I have with it. Maybe I'd be on their team if they, they'd take a loss every once in a while. They constantly look for the worst case scenario. Again, we talked about it in the wintertime with all that snow, and they wouldn't say that water fixes droughts. This isn't going to help. I'm like, it is too. No, no, no. They, they're doomsday. It's all chicken little stuff. Give me a couple wins. Quit bringing up that it's the hottest July of all time without saying it was one of the coolest Junes of all time. Because it was. Well, that, that doesn't, that, no, that doesn't matter. That's how it's supposed to be. Like, all right, well, I, there's no talking to you. Go strike oil. Go strike oil. I want to see you covered in oil like it's the end of the movie Giant and James Dean is putting up rig after rig in his yard. Stop it. F*** off. Uh, that asked, that's the best question to ask any Greta Thunberg. Hey, if you were digging around in the backyard, like for roots and stews or whatever it is you're cooking at home, struck oil. Even Greta would hire a middleman to sell that oil. Greta There's, would be in a room with Jerry yeah. Jones. She would yeah. donate it yeah. to the world. She would be. Free. Of course, she would. Uh, yeah. After she talked to Jerry Jones about uh, you know how how we can we can subsidize this, Greta. <laughs> I just want people to know that I'm against it still, but it is a money machine. They make rubber out of it. It's all right. <laughs> Doesn't have to all be about cars. Fossil fuels are my enemy. Okay. Let me have that rig then. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Give that to another guy. She would abuse it. She'd be in a cowboy hat and overalls. Well, I say, I say, weather ain't so bad today now. I don't buy it. I don't buy anybody that passionate about it. I think it's an easy it's an easy mark to feel like you're doing something about things and you're really you pick a topic where you're absolutely helpless and scream about it and then you act like you're doing something. She'd have Granny and Jethro in the back of that rowboat in a heartbeat. <laughs> They'd be moving to Beverly. Oh yeah. Would be great. That's a great show. <laughs> Greta Thunberg hits oil and moves to Beverly Hills and becomes like just the worst person alive. So she loaded up the boat and she rode to Beverly Hills, that is, <laughs> all the way from Sweden. I'd love that. But yeah, screw you. It's, it's, and, and, you know, you putting articles on Facebook isn't uh, accomplishing a, a f- thing. Oh, you get me started. Now I'm going to lose friends over weather. This is exactly <laughs> what that guy was talking about. Exactly what he's talking about. Uh, and it is, uh, and yesterday was so great. Birthday boy Johnny had a, it's a top fiver for me, and I don't know why. We had a great time. Now, no one else is allowed to even do this. We can say it, right? I don't know. No one's allowed to, to do what we did. That No one. Just say it anyway. At all. I'm just going to put it out there. All right. But we uh, we maneuvered our way into getting to know a guy. We even brought it up on the air. Like, somebody's got to be allowed to do this. And he's allowed. What The reason why he doesn't want this to be too big a deal 
is because people will start asking them. So don't yeah. bother. Uh, I, we got to walk through Fiesta Mall yesterday that before they tear awesome. it down. And the apocalyptic, it's all over Fiesta Mall, going to see the old steak escape. <laughs> Brett tossed a quarter into the old Aladdin's castle. Yeah, I got a video of that. And for Brett and I, having grown up in the 80s at that mall, watching it get torn down is very weird. And I don't know why I'm having such a emotional, visceral feeling. A lot of member berries. Well, it has member berries, and it just feels like uh, a marker in time. Like they're taking something Things away changed. from you. Yeah, they're, they're, it's the... It's the march of progress, although it isn't because nothing's actually going there. It's the progress taking out the old. It's the it's the modern day well, destroying the old. You yeah, know? it's run its time. Yeah, it's over. Like, and it was kind of a weird. It is all encompassing hangout for me. Like, and we remembered everything. It's like, oh, remember that? Yeah, That's that where Musicland that. was. Yeah. There was that. And, and I just remember coming around that corner, seeing where Miller's Outpost used to be. Yeah, and it was gone by the time I, re- I hang around the mall on my own. But uh, so many times that. Uh, girls and like just relationships and things that you were trying and that's where we met like yeah. i like this girl carla we're gonna meet at the mall and just walk around so we got to do that yesterday and let me tell you something i've learned about what happens when an antiquated thing meets modern day uh one thing will never die it'll never get old the invention of spray paint is the greatest thing that's ever <laughs> but if, if the, the amount of boobs and dicks i saw painted on the walls Rival only that of the first day someone got hold of spray paint. And a sea store. Yep. Oh man. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. There's the there's the ejaculate store. <laughs> Somebody painted on the old was it the old Macy's yeah. store? The old Macy's uh, closed door. It then just said sea store, like sea, like come here. Like but it wasn't spe- yeah, store. Well, it wasn't spelled correctly. <laughs> it's like porn, come here. And it was uh it was painted on the big on the wall that that was where now the <laughs> was stored and you can pick it up for a fee. But it was crazy because I, I kept thinking to myself as I was going through there, all this is going away. All the history. Like, this is no longer a viable thing. These malls are no longer generating enough revenue to be a thing. And they were such a huge part of America, a massive part of America. Every city had a you mall. You had to have your big mall. Everyone. And they fought for the best ones. And now they're just useless. And going through there, I thought, all these things that have changed, one thing hasn't. When something's left empty... No matter what the uh, generation is, they will spray paint dicks on it. And oh, I yeah. laughed my whole way back out of that place. I'm like, that is the only thing that made me feel like nothing's going to change. Everything changes, but nothing will change. Is that when given chance, society will paint a dick on something someone's not using. And I laughed for a half an hour. I, I think of the whole process of walking through. You know what? This is a good spot for one. <laughs> yeah. I just The guy's, I, he, it's just an uncreative uh, vandal. I got nothing. I, I paint dicks and balls on stuff. But that is a I guarantee you go back to 1971 and you start hanging around guys. Like, you see the old abandoned buildings? Like, yeah, let's go in it. The first thing a dude breaks out when he's got the can is a picture, a painting of a dick. Cave dwellings. We've been doing it since the beginning of you May. Go to Pompeii. We paint dicks, dicks on the wall. We paint dicks on walls. That is America. That is humans' contribution to this planet for real. All the technology, all the buildings, all the amazing stuff is when it comes down to our core brass humanity, we want to paint a dick on it. And then we do. When, when given chance, we do. And hand me some spray paint and say, go to, go to town on this empty building. Within a few minutes, I'm painting a dick. It's, it's innate in all human beings. Because back in the day, a dick above your door was a welcome sign. <laughs> yeah, back in the old, uh, yeah, in Pompeii and all the olden, olden times, they would have a dick on your door to be like, yeah, he's one of us. He's a friendly one. He's got a dick on his house. 
I got to say, spell check does not come oh, with spray paint cans no. either. These idiots. No. Oh, my God. That's why they resort to just the basics. Like, genitals, splunk. The few d- words that were written hey. there. Whoa. And, the, and the, uh, they try to patch it up after they oh, do yeah, spell they try, yeah, yeah. They try yeah. a little spell check or a little correct. Oh, I forgot to see in there. Okay. The best thing is, is this is the first time I've seen spray painted vagina. So, ladies, uh, the Megan Rapinoe has gotten to that all of it. De- it was uh, pretty I've, good. I've never yeah. seen detailed spray painted vagina. The old, Some nice cans in there. It got to the point where there were so many dicks spray painted on walls. Mike, the guy that was with us, pointed to one of the walls and he goes, now that's pretty good. I looked over and saw a real long dick and two huge balls. And then I realized, wow. That's a funny car. That isn't I, like it's a top I, I, I started. I started yeah. to see. Uh, yeah, it was a top field drag. It wasn't a funny car. It was a top field. I started to see dicks where dicks weren't because yeah. I was so used you become to seeing dicks. You, beca- you became so used to like every every artwork spray painted thing is either a bad cuss word or a dick. We paint dicks on things. That is, I bet you if you went out with a. Uh, you know, Stephen Hawking in his day and just a, toured an abandoned building and said, Stephen, I got a can of spray paint. What do you want? They throw a dick up on the wall. <laughs> All right. Most brilliant man I've ever uh, had in, in, on earth with me. Old school with a hammer and chisel. So great. No, no yeah. paint. They'd chisel a dick in. They let you into the caves up there in Sedona and they always lie to you and go, well, we had some vandals come in and put dicks next to the big horses. I'm like, no, the the... I don't know what, what lived here before, but the little Indians, the pygmies that were painting on here, they were the ones putting the dicks up. We all do it. I guarantee you there's a there's a crank chiseled in under uh, Washington on Mount Rushmore. I mean, uh, there's, there's got to be one that say chiseled in. I bet you. I bet you're right. I bet you in, in like the Washington Monument, the White House, everything. We'll never know. The artist is uh, or whoever worked on it yeah. just yeah. kind of left some stuff. Someone before they laid the first cinder block of the Washington Monument, and I assume it's made of cinder, I don't know. Yeah. It looks, it probably all lies, is that on the wet concrete, somebody drew in a dig and went, <laughs> check it out. Yeah. And then some other guy was like, ah, uh, get, get him a sarsaparilla. <laughs> he put a dick in the monument we're building. There's dicks everywhere. And we draw dicks. Mount Rushmore up the faces. There's oh, yeah. a dick on it. <laughs> I mean, we couldn't even get through Disney movies without the covers of all the posters and the DVDs having a dick somewhere. And then someone would find it. Like, ah, there's a dick on the Little Mermaid. We found it on the Lion King. We draw dicks. That's what we do. That was the thing I walked away from yesterday that made me happy. It's like, as much as things change, humans are all the same down to the core. If you give us a can of spray paint and an open opportunity, most of us will paint a dick. And they did. Man, that thing is just loaded with dicks. Hilariously. An old KDKB sticker was up on the yeah. roof. Like an old Way back before Tim and Mark guys. Yeah, way yeah. back. There was a lot of nostalgic stuff in there. And meth heads are finding ways to get up into the rafters and pull copper. Within 24 hours. Yeah. But we got to say thanks to Mike and his guys for uh, allowing us that tour. And he's like, he's basically like, they don't keep it under wraps. I'm like, I can't. Yeah. But, uh, but no, you can't get a right. tour there. The reason, and don't go driving up saying you want in. There's yeah. like, you just can't. We're special. <laughs> We've been entertaining Mike and his crew for years. What have you done for Mike and his crew? <laughs> a little bit of payback. But yeah, so just don't bother him. And if you happen, and if you're, you know, a brave sort, and you're planning on breaking in there, don't mess with the guy's fence. Climb it. Do whatever. Don't mess yeah. with their equipment either. Yeah, don't 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 spray paint dicks on spray paint yeah. dicks on the chain link. Nobody cares right. about that. That's that's hilarious. It's Polish graffiti in the seventies. But that was the coolest thing ever. 
Like I really enjoyed wandering through there and just kind of having those moments of reminiscing how many times that thing was just a bustling center for humanity and now it's just this big empty shell of nothing. No Lowry seasoning salt. No. Steak we would steak. I mean, they did have a pot, uh, like a bucket of greasy something in there and it, like couldn't they, couldn't get rid of the grease. Yeah, no. The last, the last guy closing up was like, well, what am I doing? We're this is stupid. And he just threw one more bucket of dirt. F this, I'm out. F this, I'm going home. Not, we're not even open tomorrow. We're done. And so that wasn't properly cleaned. They didn't pass inspection, but it was pretty cool. Yeah, wandering on Steak Escape. It was. We got some photos. I don't think we're allowed to put up. Maybe, maybe later. We could text them and see Paradigm. if it's okay. Man, that was awesome. And then I went to a birthday lunch with a couple of sales ladies yesterday. They, they demanded to take me, and it was a drinking lunch. Nice. And now, when I say that, I mean I had two, then a late third. I was just fine because I can control myself. The ladies weren't. So we had to hang around there and make sure everybody was okay. And in that time, now this is me talking. I was told things, secrets, <laughs> I cannot reveal to you guys oh. even off the air. Wow. Yeah. The, the tea was being spilled, man. You live for that. I love that stuff. When you tell me something salacious and stupid and horrible, I learned things yesterday that dropped my jaw. And I can't, I promised. And this is like, they're so big, it destroys lives. It truly does. These are not, you know, don't tell anybody. I steal stuff from the office. Nah. All right. Who's banging who? No, that's what it's got to be. I can't say, Brett. And no one's banging anybody. That would have been that would have been easy to take. I still would have probably. I would have told you guys that off here. I'm not allowed to say any of this stuff. I mean, it's almost like what Brett's family does. Like we, this is bury. I understand. This is like uh, the way Brady treats like bad news. Bury it. Never bring it up again. It can't be spoken. of. It had to be a good lunch because go. one of those sales ladies' cars is still down there today. That's exactly. Is it really? She <laughs> yes. didn't, okay, yeah. She got she Ubered here then and yep. then tried to sober up and didn't make it and then had to get home. Yeah, the Ubering out was like important, but where we all were going after. And so she must have Ubered here. I guess because that car is still here this morning. <laughs> well, I don't know who she was talking to. Because we were there from, God, it was like, I got there a little after 12 and 1230, I guess. And we were there till like four nice the big lunch you know surprise that they're like you have to go i'm like ah i had other stuff i was going to do but they were like now nah, we planned this out i'm like all right that's nice of you so i got to do this little birthday treat for johnny wasn't a two-for-one riblets lunch was it no okay good i can tell you it was buck and rider so nice. it was nice. really nice and i almost got the seafood tower just to see how far my birthday uh, dreams could go stretching <laughs> 295 for that thing yeah <laughs> I was going to, like, I'll just have a seafood tower. Load it up for the table, but it's for me. Which one would you like? The big one or the... There, is there a little one? The big one. The 295-er. <laughs> I didn't really get that. But it was, a, it was, I've never been, and I've heard about this, that alcohol makes a it's truth serum. I've never seen it in action. Whew. I wish I could tell you everybody. <laughs> I wish I could tell everybody what I know. It's bad. <laughs> really bad and awesome at the same time. Sorry to tease, but we I've never seen it tomorrow. Or what? Huh? Are we going to be out of business tomorrow? Or no, what? no, no, no. Oh, the okay. business is fine. We're okay. cooking. Everything's All right. good. All right. This was just something someone should not have ever said out loud again. It's like you know, I killed Kennedy. Whoops! Like, huh? Oh, when I drink, I start telling. 
uh, truths and then details and uh, all ears for about an hour. Did you find out who killed Tupac finally no, or what? That's nothing. <laughs> I'm not even interested in that anymore. I just want to get drunk with these people again. <laughs> find out how the world works. It was like ayahuasca. I had an awakening. A truth serum. And all I had was two tequila sodas and then a, a third one that was like just sipping on it, waiting for these two to sober up. And they got worse. They had coffee and... Then it just it was they they didn't drink much. It was I don't know what was in their drinks. It was like they were they, they were a burning man. Must have felt good get it off their shoulders a little bit. Well, it's it's secrets from a long time ago. Yeah, <laughs> like people people died. <laughs> I can't say. I can't say. All I'm saying is you get a chance to get an opportunity that our sales staff calls you. And says, would you like to advertise with KUPD? Even if you don't want to, say yes and get a meeting. <laughs> get a couple drinks in case it's one of the people I was with. And you'll hear some stuff that... Some tales. You'll hear some stuff that'll ch- the curl your toes, brother. <laughs> I know about women who get drunk and take their shirts off. That's, that happened? That, no. Okay. I think it probably used to after seeing them <laughs> drunk. I think, it was a, I think it was a massive struggle for the two ladies I was with not to keep their... They took their shirts off a lot. Nice. It, when uh, drinking happened. Back in the olden days. Yeah. They've grown out of it. College was good. College had probably a lot of uh, all-over body tanning is what I'm thinking. Those shirts did not stay off. They were fun. That was a big reveal. It was fun, though. That was great. So birthday boy Johnny. And then I went home. Just like, that was it. That was the end of the day. I'm like, there's no need to keep going. Like, I went to Vegas a couple weeks ago, got some things done. And like that was my birthday. And then that lunch. I got to tour Fiesta Mall. I got a Secrets Revealed lunch. 51. It goes on the board as a top fiver. It was a pretty darn good thing. Nice. And, and nice. I'm like, I'm going to time capsule this information. And then on my deathbed, if you're lucky enough, I'm going to grab you and be like, by the way, it absolutely and it was because of and they killed them. <laughs> what? Yes. <laughs> Boop. John's gone. But what a way to go out. It's as big awesome. as that, uh, the information, the, the the former director of Alien Oh, yeah, we're going to get into that in a little bit. Yeah, aliens are real. Let's get a wake-up song first. 585-9800, a good one, and we can scream it together. What do you say? It's 98 KUPD. Wake up! Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. Thank you, Alliance. Post rain, everything's good. Brett's going out there. I I don't know what it's going to be like later today because of all the goo in the air. But 115 and super humid will be new to me. We'll find out. Brett's going to go stand in it and let us know. But uh, uh, bad news first about this is that uh you know and it is news we have people from the heat we're losing them 
like a lot of people drop out in the last two weeks. It's been exceptionally warm. Um, and people, you know, a lot of people want to argue, but we can't talk about the weather again. It's warm, it gets hot in Phoenix. I know, but you have to admit, it's, you know, there's a few people who have died. Some lady fell down the other day. It was on Nextdoor app, fell down and hurt her ankle and on and, and kind of worked her way back up. And while she was down on the ground, she had her calf down on the sidewalk and it third degree burns. Got a burn. Yeah. Like not just a little one, like permanent right. scarring burns. Royal Norman took an air temperature thing out at night to the sidewalk outside the station. It was 131 degrees. The sun had gone down for like an hour. I didn't know that. The temperatures of the sidewalks, and I know it's bad, can get up to like 180, 190. I cringe just being on the highway and seeing a motorcycle. Oh, I hate hate thinking about those guys. In the afternoon, I'm like, Stay up, man. Stay up. I feel bad for that, but... uh, so it is a necessity is what I'm saying in this heat that we have water where water is needed. And that's why we do the Operation Hydration every summer. So uh, July has been exceptionally warm. Uh, we got through a June that was great. We stockpiled a lot. We've blown through it. Uh, July is exceptionally warm, and they are going through a ton of water down there, and they need more and more. Brett's going to go out to Signal Butte and Warner this morning. That's uh, out there. Signal Butte and Warner Road, and all he's asking you to do is visit him at the Safeway, and he'll be nice to you. Maybe get some Shine Down tickets in your hand, some Offspring. He's going to sign you up for all that KUPD stuff like crazy giveaways, and all you want, all he wants is uh, in return is that you come by and dump off a case of water. How about that? Just drop off a case of water at the Safeway with Brett this morning. Uh, he'll bring it back. Oh, beautiful. If you can't make it out there, you can come to our station. Go to Porta Subs. They're taking drop-offs. That's a good thing. My friends at uh, uh, Schwartz Laser Eye Center, independent from us, also grabbing money and water for uh, the Phoenix Rescue Mission. Same exact agenda. So I got no beef talking about that. You get water to the people that need water. I don't care where or how you do it. Uh, we'd love for you to do it with us. That's great. We're doing just fine. Uh, if you got your own way to do it, do it. Uh, but it is a necessity. And when you start talking to people that run these these places, they're like, we go through water like you can't imagine. And it's, it's never a, enough. A, never enough. And I watched a thing on uh, online about how they, the helpers for uh, the Phoenix Rescue Mission are going out finding people. And they got buckets of water. And like, you need water. And they don't even know it. And they Check need Check out water. the stories on their website. It's incredible. They, they do great work. updates on, on how bad the summer's been for them. Yeah. They do great work. And uh, it's it's definitely needed. So if you guys can help out, and you always do, that's great. Uh, you can also go online, I think, and uh, donate uh, to Phoenix Rescue Mission. If you're like, if you're a company and you've done a bunch, you don't have to drop it off with us. You can go down to the Phoenix Rescue Mission, arrange a pickup. They have all sorts of ways to do this. So yeah, I've had uh, a, a few people that want to make big donations. Yeah, and if you've got like pallets of water that yeah. you need donated. Go to the Phoenix Rescue Mission website. They've got a donation warehouse. Yeah. The address is there. The phone number is there. Call them first. Make sure that they have some people there that can staff it whenever you want to drop it by. Um, but uh, I'll pull up the guy's name. There's two different guys who have, have donated multiple pallets of water. One guy has 10,000 bottles Holy of water cow. that he's ready to deliver the Phoenix Rescue Mission. But if you don't want to do that, I've also had a guy that, that has his company is raising money. You can just donate that money directly to the Phoenix Rescue Mission on their site. So you can go yeah. on there and it says give, donate, all that. You can you can fill out exactly. the form, you, everything. It's Beautiful. Care. So allow it and make it make it a thing. Go to phoenixrescuemission.org and you can find all that out. But thanks in advance because you guys have been great. But it has been exceptionally warm. Uh, so the news has been very focused on the idea that we've had a lot of – and it has been a lot of people kind of dumping down. Uh, whether you have uh, 
you know, a history of uh, terrible decision making in your life, it's still a glass of water shouldn't be what drops you. You know, that shouldn't be the reason. So thank you. And we'll talk to Brett in a little while and see how he's doing. Out there on Signal Butte and Warner at the Safeway, doing nice things for the city we love very much. Uh, and then we got another. What's that? Butt camera. The butt cams are here already? Did that get here today? Yeah, this morning. No kidding. Oh, sweet. Not to break your train of thought. Oh, my train of thought is broken. <laughs> Give me that. I, I would have brought Lou. The endoscope. This is going way in. We I won this yesterday on my uh, on the Johnny Graw birthday. So, uh, was was it on? Uh, was it on one of the drawings? It was on ones? the as seen on TV. Oh, I can't open it. My hands are shaking. <laughs> Best gift ever. Little four foot string camera. And yes, Swiftbird's yours, yours will be yeah, here later Swiftbird's today got too. One too. Oh, oh. <laughs> He's gonna be able to do some magic with that camera. Oh, this will be nothing. Now it's, it says That's it has a nothing. That's going right in. Semi rigid cable. Oh, yeah, it's semi rigid. All right, <laughs> you lube this thing up. It's going right in, and that goes into the phone. Fo- yep, yep. And he's got. Wait, uh, it has some attachments on no, it. I won't go into my them, phone. One of them came with a hook. Yeah, it's it'll go into Brady's phone. It looks Let me like see. a Samsung attachment. No, I got an iPhone. Oh, you do. Yeah. No, that's that's iPhone. That looks like it's not my iPhone. Yeah, it is. It's not the pen. Nope. Oh, it is. Yeah. Pop that in there. <laughs> lightning. Oh, I was looking at the other end of it. Okay, so it's got the little lightning thing. <laughs> well, because the one has the rounded edge. Yeah, yeah that's like because you can that. have attachments on that end. Yeah, all right. Good. All right, it goes right on the iPhone. We're going to knock that out. That's going right up my ass. <laughs> There's no reason to own this. And not not down your throat around. first or anything like that. I can't do that. I'll gag. <laughs> what are you, crazy? Oh, look at this, Brady. All of it's going in. And you said urethra, but I saw the end you of that. Saying, That's not going in. I'm not, going, I'm not getting this in the urethra. Right? That looks longer than four feet. It might be. Maybe not, because there's the... Uh, yeah, it's longer than yeah, four feet. Oh, it's, it's yeah. long. Oh, man. <laughs> we might get all the intestines. You could go all the way through. Just swallow it. Now, should we have an EMT nearby when I do this? Because I'm doing this. Probably. Damn it. I'm going to call Adam Ray and have him bring some KY this morning. We'll do it while he's here. There you go. Best request ever for the morning. Oh, yeah. Hey, by the way, on your way to the studio oh, this morning. Like Adam doesn't have any handy. He always in. carries lube. Well, this camera just broke in my hands. Well, that's not good. This is Swiftbirds. <laughs> the camera just broke. We'll get it fixed. I'm not worried about that. Oh, I'm so excited. Have Toledo fiddle with it. <laughs> what was the uh, purpose? Of, oh, drain snakes for yeah, going yeah, yeah. in. Yeah, that, to find, to, <laughs> to yeah, find diamond rings, yeah, John. That's how they sell it, so you can find <laughs> diamond rings in people's garbage disposals. That's right. This isn't getting used for immediately what I'm going to use it for. We're just taking a look inside. Oh, that's this is going to be incredible. Yeah, tonight. I, well, I'll do it tomorrow because tonight I don't know that I'm internally prepared. Should be clean up to the second knuckle. <laughs> but we uh, we don't have we don't have a, a solid cleaning system going on back there. Well, actually, it can get by some chocolate. Yeah. Well, it's going to have to hit. Uh, what if it hits the boom? Like it hits my next load. <laughs> well, we're not going any further than that. I'll push through it. That's great stuff. What if you're impacted? You're saying. What if I got one just waiting on deck? Does it go buy it or does it just meet it? God, that's a great oh, question. Oh man. Does it have a plow little, through? Does it have a little bullet shield kind of thing on it so that you can kind of don't know? You know, the endoscope right the goes through. in though. This is going to be great. Mini, mini wipers. We were worried that it wouldn't get here till <laughs> like tomorrow, and then we would have to wait for Monday. 
this is awesome. All right. I'm very excited about my birthday present already arriving. Ask Cam. <laughs> and we're going to do that instead of like what the morning shows do. Well, they have cameras in the studio. Ask Cam. We'll be on our Facebook page all the time, and you'll hear muffled. Uh, that's their Ask Cam feed. I don't want that. Call us with your escaped animal story. Oh, oh gross. <laughs> Is that what they're doing? I don't know. <laughs> Terrible. When was the last time your cat got out? <laughs> Call us today. We're going to spend four hours listening to you talk about it. Anyway, that's awesome. The endoscopes are here. Endo camera. Oh, I'm, a, I'm happy. <laughs> happy birthday. More, it's the 51 just gets better and better. The best birthday presents ever. Uh, and then, of course, another Netflix series uh, is coming out of what uh, happened. That lady just wandered into a police station in Montana and said, I've been missing for a few years. I'd like to be off the list, please. 14 <laughs> missing, years old. Missing since she was 14. It's been a few years gone. She wanders up, says, I don't want to be missing anymore, if you don't mind. Her, her parents found out. Right before the news told everybody else, like they did, like they just, they have, I've been missing, and they don't have any details of like how she, where, where she was. Uh, yeah, yeah. That we don't, at least. I'm yep. sure she's Yeah, that's what it. happened during that downtime Another of four one. years. More proof no one actually looks for you when you're missing. Well, that's at what all. I want to know well, because, you know, they she said left the, the FBI, right? They huh? said the yeah. FBI was oh, involved. Please. Like I said, that's involved. It's the same thing as you putting a post up saying, I stand with Boston. You're not doing anything. You're, nobody's looking for these Take people. Take me off the missing list yeah. because I'm, I'm done. When the missing person basically says, hey, I, I, I need to be off your missing list. When they walk in the door and you've done a poor job. Oh, we've, we've been looking real hard for you. Yeah, right. Okay. Anyway, I'd like to be off the missing list. Why? Getting harassed from all the people looking for you? No. It's just awkward now. And her mom said, you know, she left a note saying, I'm, I'm going, I will come back, I promise, but I'm leaving. Yeah, she's been gone for four years. And she said she's years. slightly, uh, well, she's, she's autistic. On, the, on the spectrum. So am I. Functioning. High functioning. Yeah. Um, but then comes back, and then her mom at the time said, well, she might have met somebody online. That was one of the guesses. Right. That, that went, but then comes back. Either like, way. I'm done. Nobody was looking for. I think they look for her for a time. An hour. They did. Everybody spends about an hour. You know what? And it's like the SAG like, after strike. Oh. If it gets too hot, everybody goes home. Especially because she said she ran away. <laughs> right. Well, so I think or not. Away. I honestly think when people run away, they they don't get as much effort. She. Uh, that's very true. I think. I don't think. But I'm starting to learn from the last two stories of like he's been living at his house the whole time. He's been missing that, for how yeah. long? Nobody looked for him. And this lady's like, hey, I'd, when the missing people are taking themselves off the list, like it's a reservation at, uh, you know, Applebee's, hey, we're going to go somewhere else. <laughs> you can drive, you can scratch us off the, the the wait list. We find out for years it's just been going on. You know what? Show some people out in the field. And that's it. It's stock footage of then, people. So no, we've looked for him. Yep. Texters, it's not my dad. <laughs> it was Montana. It was. Of course it's not your dad. She said she wanted to be off the missing list. Do you think that guy wants to get found? No way. But the mom was on TV going, off oh, for anybody with a missing kid, don't ever give up hope, which I think stinks. If I had a missing kid and four or five years went by, I would hope it doesn't show up again. Like, I what? can't. Well, yeah, because you got, you got to make a decision in life. What are you talking Absolutely. about? Absolutely. You got to make a decision after a while. It's like, I just can't live thinking it's just drifting around out there. So you put it in your head. It's like, it's dead. 
is not around. I'm never going to see him again. So you can cope and move forward. I think it depends on what age. Like she disappeared at 14. That's she's plenty of time. Four years later, she's 18. Yeah. If she's and that's the gone thing at like nine and comes back plenty at like 45, then I'm tell then me I've another person problems. on this planet you want to spend at least 14 years with. You had a good run. That's a, basically the way it looks. If she disappears on her own, it's like ah. You look for a while, and then after a while, you just have to tell yourself, "I can't. I, I don't want this anymore." I, like, and then they show up again. Second chances, God damn it. John. No, no, no. But no. I don't know. I didn't find. Out. Is she coming back home? Because you know, know. they're also bringing the points that she's eighteen or nineteen now. Yeah, she does not have to come back. No, the article home. I read said she's not in trouble at all. She can yeah. do what she wants. She came in voluntarily, and she apparently said she wants to reconnect with her mom. Of course. She's ready to start talking again. Jeez. But meanwhile, mom's been sitting back at the house wondering, ah, do I go to the trash dump again today or am I pretty much like there had to be like a moving on factor. At what point do you, you stop, stop going looking? To the trash? Yeah. Well, at what point do you stop looking like you're always driving around looking? I had a dog go missing years ago. It was my kind of my sister's dog uh, and Cleo disappeared in a storm. And it was about six months that I struggled not just like, well, while I'm at the park, I'll check in one of these little drain grates or I'll uh, look. And for six months, I looked and looked. And then after a while, I stopped looking. And I just kind of resigned myself to the fact, well, hopefully someone picked her up and has a good home. Or she's dead. You had that cat go missing and you thought the same Lily thing. Lily Pickles. Yeah, Lily Pickles went away and you're like, it's awful. Uh, you want to look and look and look until it's like a, you, you just got to move on. sightings over the first couple of months. Uh, That's right. This might be it. You had people calling. and uh, Then that one that was squished in the road, probably your worst fears. And you're like, ah, not Make sure Kirby's not yeah, with Kirby you. Kirby can't see that. And then just say the thing, oh, another family got her and they moved to Idaho and we'll never see Kirby, uh, Kirby Pickles again or whatever her name was. <laughs> I don't know how you named it. And it was... Uh, but you got to just lie to yourself and say everything's okay now. I, I can't imagine having it come back. Oh, it sounds horrible. Yeah, those, the one that that lady was 52 years later. She was a missing baby in the news. And 52 years later, she shows up at the house with her 80-year-old parents who have been through hell. It's like, ah, we'd pretty much written you off. This sucks now. Yeah, see, that I agree with. I think, I think 14 to 18... I think you're still you're still in. Actually, Honey, what happened in the last four years? You know what? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> You'd have been happy if uh, Alex was gone from 14 to 18. Those were some troubling times. <laughs> you don't yeah, get to see any 14. of it. Maybe maybe 16 and a half to, to now. Yeah, about, about now. Yeah. 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 Well, you get a couple years off. I mean, it's basically a nice little break from the teenage kid. Save me some therapy. Yeah, that's right. You just saved you some Katrina money. <laughs> yeah. I, I But it's going to be a great Netflix documentary. And I can't wait for the Netflix documentary that's called uh, We Say We're Looking, But Not Really. Because I don't buy anybody's actually looking for missing people anymore. After these stories, I'm like, it doesn't happen. I know the families look, but I think you lose, because you lose the community after a while. Oh, you, I think you lose the community yeah. quick. Once the media stops caring. I think it just trickles way down. The media, the community, they drop right off the yep. cliff. And then your friends and family and community, they stay on a little longer. I have a friend who is a police investigator, or a couple of them. Uh, he's not in this town anymore. Well, he's retired. And he uh, told a story about how horrible it was that he was on a case for a missing person for like six years. And every time they found an unidentified something or other, oh, no. they would, you know, for a while, like, do we contact the family? Do they have interest? I mean, what? And, what, and then they just stopped doing that. Like, we got to find out for sure. They don't, because for a while they were like, we may have found. We may have found something. 
And then they bring him back out there and drag him through the whole thing again. I, I don't know. Nobody's actually. Then you just stop looking. It's just too depressing. And these people are just knocking on police doors. I don't want to be missing anymore. If you wouldn't mind just scratching me off that list. I'm like, no problem. Name. Right. And how, how many knocks does the family want on the door from any law oh, enforcement that miserable. doesn't have conclusive it's anything? Missing in action, guys, and all that. It's oh, just those. horrible. It's just having missing things is just that the worst. Like a, that's like a famous scene in how many movies? The white car pulls up oh, to the curb. With the, the one police the siren. Dress, or the guys in their dress uniforms. Get Knocking out. on the door and the, oh, no, I don't want to answer this. Yeah, you just don't want it. It's brutal. But four years, the Cut girl's coming you. back, and you got to deal with this. It's terrible. That little Elizabeth Smart, she was only gone for nine or ten months, I think, when she came back to totally Three yards crazy. over. Yeah, she was like a foot and a half from the house. Everybody said they were looking. Nobody was really looking. And she was in the woods in the backyard. She was taking walks, right? Yeah, down she the was. Well, no, she was. Well, in San Diego, they moved. Like, they were living in the. Wasn't that the one where they lived on the mountain for a while, right she, behind the she house? She lived in the, the tent city in the yeah, back of the house. That's what it was. <laughs> well, they had that too. House, I yeah. think Elizabeth Smart's the same one. There might have been another one. The one in Utah. That's her, right? Yeah, that's what I was yeah, thinking. The guy was. took her up into the woods for a while, like right in the backyard. And then down to San Diego, and they, he drug her around town. Yeah, and she's just walking around in that weird dress. It was crazy. Was anybody actually looking? Almost always missing people are the ones. When they get found, they're the ones knocking on the door. That crazy thing in Ohio where that white lady came busting up, running towards that black guy. There's, no a, pro- there's a problem here. No one looks. Yeah, white lady comes screaming to a black man for help. There's something wrong with that. Yeah, it's yeah, it was a. It's crazy. That story's insane. But the cat's out of the bag. Their missing kid gets looked for for about two months before everybody's like, I don't want to find it now. Yuck. <laughs> If it, if it falls in our lap, we'll give you a call. Otherwise, yeah, come on. It is weird hearing something, you know, because, you know, Kirby's right at that age. I'm like, man, I don't know. You know, you're trying to put yourself in that role. Like if yeah. that I was in that position uh, there and all of a sudden your kid leaves or crazy. runs away. Runs away. Yeah. And then, you know, you think maybe a day or two and then four years go by and she's like, hey, what's going on? Like, I My dad would have, I think he'd have been mad at me. You ran away. You put me through this. I don't think he would have been happy to see me. I think he'd been pretty pissed off four years later. My rose-colored lenses would have to be really tough at that time. Four years later, I'd go, okay. Hey, it's great to see you. What's it for supper? I'm starving. Like, really? You're just going to move right back in, huh? Okay. Well, we turned your room into a workshop. Sorry about that. Didn't think you were coming home. Not looking. John, you think if there was an abductor, he treated this girl like he, the kids in Menudo got treated? He got too old for him, so he <laughs> let her she go. aged out. Yeah, he's doing an in-house uh, girl band, and she got to be 18, and it's time to go. It's going to be a great Netflix documentary. That's all I care about. Give me that three-part series about once we find out all the details in between. You think the release of... Try that in a small town has any bearing on this, John, because people are coming out of the woodwork now. You kidnap a girl for four years, try that in a small town. Well, I did, and it worked, and now she's free. It's crazy, but like two. We, we haven't had two of these ever, and I got two in the last four months of kids who were missing, and they just showed up. And that leads right into the next thing. There are aliens and UFOs, and I think there's a lot more abducting going on than you know. And that's why the cops won't, because everybody, evidently, according to this guy in Congress yesterday, tons of people know about it. So half your kids that are missing, just in space. 
That's what I'm going with because that's why they can't find them. That's why there's no clues. Aliens took them, and uh, Congress now confirms Finally, it. we have answers. We have an answer. It's as good as anything yeah, else. We have one answer. If this little girl came back and said, yeah, I was in space for the last four years, and then they dropped me off in Montana, oh. before we'd be like, oh, she went crazy. Guy says, uh, hey, Toledo, if you found out today that your dad filed a missing persons report and it's been issued for 55 years this whole time, would you go and introduce yourself to him? But wouldn't you be more disappointed that no one's knocked on your door? A little bit. Like, after all, no one's years. looked for you? Not been a mystery for I, a lot like of Like, if it. I found out that I'm a missing kid, I'm like, well, I'm 51, and I'm just now finding out that I was missing. No one was looking for me. <laughs> if you find out that way, no one even tried to find you. Especially the guy's uncle, who knows I'm around. <laughs> Right. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've talked to him. Like those are the best parts when they talk to. Yeah, hey, we've known about this kid for years. Like, why didn't you say something? I worked with his cousin in the oh. gold mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the kid in Houston. Like everybody's like, we knew who it was. He would tell us. Yeah. He was his mom's sex slave. It wasn't a normal house. Why didn't you tell anybody? I, don't know, I got a lot on my mind. <laughs> I got work and kids of my own. All I'm trying to do is keep my kids from getting abducted. Just trying Aliens. to keep things off my table. Yeah, it's a, just keep it off my desk. I've got an easier life that way. Sure, sure. Every day I go outside, I see a, a missing kid uh, for eight years playing horseshoes with his sex slave mom. And I'm <laughs> curious about it, but eh, it's best if I just keep my, my trap shut. Makes me wonder how many people I've interacted with that are missing. Because evidently they're out there just minding their own business. And they know they're missing. This lady knew. She knew there's lists. There's, you know, she yeah, multiple lists. Yeah. Pop me off of that real quick. I wonder what the number is of uh, runaways every day reported. Oh, right? Know, probably a lot. Find it. But like real ones? Yeah. Has it gone yeah. down over the years or is it, you know? Mm. Is running, are, are you saying, are is the new generation so lazy they don't even run away anymore? Yeah. They're so fat and lazy they don't run away. And it's got to be tougher. To run away? Yeah. Evidently not. Yeah, I mean, that was just Five four years, four years ago, ago this girl, and she's just popping into a police station going, hi, it's me. Six to seven percent of youth run away from home each year. Ah. More than 1.5 million children and adolescents annually. Not for realsies. Everybody does a run. Yeah, that, is that just right. you know, I'm talking about overnighter? Count it. Make it I, stick. I ran away for two days. Two days? But yeah. she, your mom knew you, where you were. I didn't contact her. I was the, trying to... The people you stayed with did. No, you, no, I was didn't that stay to with try anybody. to teach I, her a lesson. Or you slept on the streets. Yeah, shut up. I did. How old? <laughs> uh, sixteen, seventeen. You just went out and laid in the road for a couple of days. Sixteen. Really? No, I a uh, buddy of mine. I knew where where he lived. His apartment complex had a laundry room. Like you slept in, up, <laughs> slept in the laundry room. <laughs> a loon. How'd it work out? Why didn't you stay with his apartment? I just. Kind of sucked. You so were trying to get back. to your mom. You were going to tell your mom. I was. I had to sleep in the streets because of you. So you were yep. being a dick. I was. I was being a dick. So you had exactly. no intention of staying runaway. I thought about it. First day I thought I could do it. Then I realized, how am I going to eat? Yeah. Idiot. I'm not going to be a panhandler. That would have been awesome. Toledo ran away for 48 hours. That doesn't count. Fortnite before you're actually a runner. There was also a building in downtown Bozeman that that had like a, it was a commercial building and then you could go up these stairs that were never closed. And so you go up and they had like a common area, like a common TV room with a couch. Yeah. I'd slept on there. Nice. <laughs> this guy. Wild. <laughs> 
You made Brady turn into Ed McMahon for no reason. <laughs> wow. Yes. Yeah, that's not true. You're crazy. Really, you slept in the road? I did. That's good stuff. Not in the road. In well, the laundry room. In the laundry room. In the TV lounge. We were out the on the public road. TV lounge. The laundry, the laundry room your is days? by far the hardest. What did you do in your daytime? Just walk? Yeah, and did you have any money? Um, I, went, I had maybe 15 bucks. <laughs> nice. And I blew it at Aladdin's at uh, the gold mine. Our, you're, you're, our, you're Aladdin's castle. Yeah. Because <laughs> I walked, what I did during the day, I went to the mall. I walked around downtown. I I just loitered in stores. You were sixteen, yeah, and you just went wandering. Fr- around I was a freshman in high school playing video games. And during that time, the two day period, did your mom contact the police? No, she didn't no. care. She was like, finally, he's just like his dad, just vanished. <laughs> and then he came back. Did she seem happy to see you? I called her because we live 13 miles out of town, so right. I wasn't going to thumb it. So I, I called you her. For, and, you, you had the nerve to ask for a ride home? Oh, yeah. What a prick. <laughs> and she said no. No, she came She came me. to get you? Oh, yeah. Oh, my dad would have shot at me <laughs> once he got in distance. He would have snipered me from the highest building. Was it quiet on the way home? Or did you uh, uh, talk to you? A little quiet, and then we sat down at the dinner table and had to talk. She cooked you dinner? No, we sat at the table. That had to be the best Salisbury steak he'd ever had. <laughs> Oh, no, there was none of those left. And <laughs> that's, that's why. why. That's why <laughs> I you left. left. <laughs> You're on a search. Wow. You're a real call of the wild type. Oh, yeah. I was, <laughs> I was hardy, John. I that's was really awesome. hardy. I didn't know that. Well, that doesn't count as running away. No, oh, I agree. That, that's a no, baby that's a baby fit. I agree. That counts it's as a, it's 100% that baby That counts fit. as a big, giant tantrum. Which is what I think a lot of runaways yeah, are. Yeah, that's why that's well, that's that's the last runaway two days. Over 14 days. 14 two days. Weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks. These kids actually missing. That's actually really gone. Two weeks. Two weeks. Don't even contact the police. Jeez, I would. That's <laughs> if it's a over, long if time. it's over 15, two weeks, it's doing it to you. It's not. This is not an abduction. At 13 days, if it's not back, start making some calls. Otherwise, you're going to think you killed it. You get too excited about your missing kid. They they get annoyed with you right away. That kid's gone. How long? A couple weeks now, I think. Jesus. I think. <laughs> I don't know. Just disappeared. You guys aren't going to look for him. We looked. Like, we've been spending time looking on our own. I don't want to put anybody out if we can't find him. How's it ever? Like, we are the only ones who knew where he last was. How are we going to ask all these strangers to get involved? We got the word out eventually, and then he just showed up at the police station. Nobody's actually looking for your kids. <laughs> it's sad, but it's true. They fall in laps. That's it. Somebody just goes, oh, my God, that's that missing kid. And usually the kid tells – every good movie ends with a kid going, my name's Timothy Jefferson. I've been missing since uh, – nobody finds them. The kid tells someone. <laughs> or you're just like, are you that Elizabeth Smart girl? Yeah. Okay. Well, this is over. Yeah. I saw you on NBC. There's tons of missing people no one's looking for. It's sad. But I'm glad that girl just showed up. The parents have to feel like idiots. I mean, that would, that's the worst well, part. They're going to make it feel terrible. Right, that they talk about, they don't really talk too much about the father. It's just only the mom yeah, around. she was the only one talking. I don't know. It's all still new. I say UFOs are involved. I like that con- congressional hearing. Oh, man. The UFO guy. And Navy dudes with some credibility are like, oh, yeah, no, they're killing people who talk too much. That one dude said he had to be careful with how he puts it. He goes, but murder's involved. And uh, anybody who wanted to spout off a little bit too heavy... Uh, and he's like, I should probably stop talking now. 
And, and this dude's got some rank and credibility and so then but I can't the but the former captain talk about is it, it the uh, government I don't know well yeah, I, think, I I would worry about that I mean his testimony w- was interesting because it, at the same time it was frustrating it's like I can't you know I'm no longer there but did you ever see I saw pictures but well, did you ever step in physically you know he's not, head of he's it. not talking about seeing aliens He's talking no, about the saying, cover No, they're saying they asked him about do they do they have um, bodies? Yeah, and he's and he's saying he's we've saying, recovered. You know, there's craft. I've you know it's worded differently, but there are um, non-human. Right, but he's uh, not saying I that. saw it. But I have I'm reporting. A, well, this. one guy asked him, you know, right. physically been there, and you know, and he quickly corrected, saying this isn't about whether I've seen it. I know the programs exist. I funded yeah. one. I know where the money went. Like, I know how this works, and I know they know. Which people are saying, so this is where the $1,000 wrenches came from? Like, <laughs> Whatever you know, the military is, right. contracts, and you got all this money? Yeah. It says, that, does that mean there's money in the budget that goes to a program, but does it, uh, it doesn't, but it doesn't, and it goes to something else, is what you're saying? And he goes, yeah, I have specific knowledge of where that goes. Non-human bio- biologics. So, the, dude, the dude had great answers. He started looking crazy because I think we've been indoctrinated to think anybody starts spewing about UFOs immediately starts to look crazy. But he's like, I got to be very careful. What I personally witnessed myself and my wife was very disturbing. Basically in, uh, insinuating that threats are made if you start talking and he's watched people kind of go away. He's like, I'm not, I got to be very careful here. He's worried about his family. There's a safe and he said there's a safe and transparent reporting process for pilots on the commercial side. If it gets out, uh, this is threatened. So he's like the government's knowledge of and storage. It was fascinating to watch this dude talk. The, the storage and knowledge is a, is a funded thing. We've known about it since the 30s. We've been. I mean, think about that. Why would people in the 30s have the same imagery? Of alien stuff, and even before that, well, like drawings on caves and stuff, occasionally have like a saucer. Why are we? Why are we all okay with the saucer? They, they show the uh, oblonged head a oh, lot. Oh yeah, the they draw crazy, tall, super gigantic old. versions of some sort of life wandering. The only around. issue I have with it is that it's all humanoid. But I believe that in three hundred thousand years of humans being on Earth, something has been here. Sure. <laughs> like I just have a hard time believing that yeah, it doesn't in that bad. long that nothing I personally has been here. Think they're setting us up for the big arrival because we've been an awful lot of like yeah, kind of. It's the you know it was the Zapruder film in the seventies mm-hmm. when they did you know the Warren Commission said this is how it was and then a few years later without much fanfare they're like we all know that was Huey the Congress and they they they, they basically said as ah, a gaslighting gaslighting us the Warren Commission was wrong it could be then then the they, other factor is. Also, if there's been money that's been misappropriated, oh yeah, no people go, years, people go to jail. And they'll say, "Oh, it's this uh, private deal." They're like, yeah. "They're they're going to be say, taken out if they if yeah. he starts the best." You say misappropriated. I yeah. say they got oh, it's on it purpose exactly where they wanted it to go. The uh, well, that's what I'm saying. But they're yeah. saying, well, "I know why. The, why the should it go there?" Yeah. The most uh, like weird or disturbing sentence from the whole hearing yesterday to me was when they said it was. Uh, it wasn't deemed worthy to be in the public's interest. So the information was like, probably shouldn't tell them. It wasn't, no, it doesn't yes. exist. It was, They're not ready. They don't need to know that we know this is happening. So let's just zip it. 
And this dude had some stuff. Like, and it was all document stuff. It wasn't, you know, I have a little green hand and I know where they landed and I know where the. He's basically like, there's a full on storage facility for what we've got. Yep. And I know where it is and what happens to people who go there. And he's, and three other dudes who are blowing the whistle on this are, are saying things that are making you go, whoa, this is amazing. And that same yesterday afternoon, randomly, I see an interview with Sammy Hagar. You ever heard this? <laughs> no. 2019. <laughs> Sammy was taken. Aliens came yeah. to him, and he tells the story. He's dead serious. Okay. I'll take the Navy guy with the credibility yeah, over I, Sammy yeah. Hagar and his ayahuasca and tequila. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's crazy, but he's like, he's telling <laughs> yeah. it. Like, here's Sam, what yeah, Sammy Hagar is the reason why. And his drummer's like, uh, people I've think, never yeah, heard this. Yeah, exactly. Uh, stuff like that is the reason why people can't take it. You got to have it's yeah. the it's the weed argument. Yep. For years, that people that wanted weed to be legal, the wrong people were going on TV. The weedies that were like, man, oh, this is the thing. like oh, I don't want to hear from you ever. Like everything you hate, I'm for, and everything you're for, I hate. Like you represent everything I never want to be. Then people in suits started to show up and like intelligently talk about weed. And keep the tie-dyed hippie off the TV. And look what happened. This is starting to happen with UFOs. Regular folk, not hillbillies, not guys who got probed. Two's her saying, you know, I know where everything is. And I know we know. And I know you know that we know. And I'm not saying anymore because I've seen what happens to the people who've said you know. And the dude, is, there's three of them and they're, they're credible. It's great. But at the certain you know point, you think, all right, well... Let's let uh, let's talk about it then. The government or other government but officials. But there's the rub. Yeah, it would right. cause They're a massive yeah. panic massive. if they said let's talk about it. Yep. They're keeping it under wraps, so there's something evidently. If this is all real, and I'm hoping, and that, some of that technology. They also said the sure. technology we're so far behind, we still haven't. You know, we some know. of the stuff we have, or maybe we have been. I mean, <laughs> that's movie talk. We, we don't know yeah. any of that. I mean, that's maybe there's tons of technology. Maybe they're dumb rock aliens who figured out travel first beyond anything else right. and they're basically retarded they don't have anything else that we have right they just figured out yep. some propulsion system accidentally and they can fire around the uh, that, can you say that about aliens yeah they're they're, retarded. they could be from the planet retard <laughs> we are retarded oh no we are from the planet <laughs> the n-word yeah. you can't know <laughs> they have to have mutations we well, come in peace maybe that's it where oh. are the fascists are the mutated ones the Watch this. I'm going to suck this alien's piece of deal. <laughs> oh, they're doing everything. We we can't talk about them. Maybe that's it. Maybe they're just so offensive that everybody's worried about talking about them because it'll get them. They sing the national anthem. Oh, say, can you see your mom's on her knees? Oh, Jesus, that they're ruining everything. Like little Roseanne Bars. That's the only information they've been fed. <laughs> All they do is we learn from your textbooks. We read a lot about Uncle Tom. Oh, no, 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 no. Don't talk about that. Where is Jim? Where is Jim? Take me to Jim. Stop saying that. According to Funny or Die. We went and we got all of your rap records. Where are the bitches and hoes? And my all want some say. <laughs> he's just so offensive. So he's just in some sort of a... Uh, Sensitivity training program until we can unleash the alien. And like, look, he's not ready. The, the people aren't ready for you yet. Why are you keeping me in this cage, huh? White man always trying to keep it down. Stop saying that. It's what you say. That's what you people always 
Say, bitch, ho. No, it isn't. Try that on a small planet. Oh, no. Come on, sugar yes. cheese. Who, who yes. gave him Aldine's record? Yes. Maybe that's the only reason we can't hear from him. It's because they're just so incredibly racist that it would make, you know... And it's like, you know, when Dr. Frankenstein revealed his monster, if it just started to say, the pitchforks and stuff would be out. Right. We'd go crazy. So that's what the guy was basically saying. You don't think they'd be relieved or vindicated? See, I told you. Finally. (laughs) Finally. Even other planets don't like races. (laughs) Any questions? No, it's uh, like they're basically saying, I'm blowing the whistle because it's going on long enough. The public needs to know what you guys are doing and that it's either dangerous or it would help us greatly and we could How solve we a lot help? of problems. I don't know. But something's going on and they're le- – like normally this was behind closed doors. Any UFO talk was never – it seems like they're letting us know more regularly. That one Joint Chiefs of Staff guy that came out and did that press conference, like, oh, we see these all the time. And no, they are non-human uh, spacecraft or flying machines unidentified uh, well, the, yeah, but they yeah. didn't even call them ufos or unidentified that one dude came up and said non-human flying uh apparatus or whatever he used that the, the words non-human stood out to me because it was a dude in a navy outfit who's in charge of stuff saying we get reports all the time yes we have several confirmations of non-human and i'm like that's new like they they're leaking information, slow bleeding it out. So just like the video phone, eventually we'll just, oh, yeah, aliens. We won't even be upset. They're worried about pitchforks and torches because that's what we do. We paint dicks and we run after things we don't understand. There's a guy at the porch. Says he's uh, Glackmar from the planet Baltrex. He just called me a uh, I don't think I'm going to kick his ass. <laughs> everybody, call, call everybody over here. Doughboy, come on up. I'm Glackmar. What's up? You better watch your ass, Glackmar. That ain't funny around here. Calm down. Just calm down. I've heard about angry. Stop it, man. I get kicked this alien's ass. He's 14 to be tall, though. Yeah, we're being indoctrinated. We're being slow burned into the, uh, just get used to the information, and then we'll show you something. That's what the guy says on text. He says, you know, they're getting ready for the big reveal, but yeah. it's not going to be what you think I it's going to be. Disappointing. Like, what if that's their intent? It's going to be disappointing. make us think that it's not what we want it to be. But, I mean, honestly, let's say, let's just go down the hypothetical fun conversation room. Let's say they do reveal an alien head and say we know about it. It's real. Our imaginations are going to run wild. So no matter if it's a disappointing, like, oh, they're not alive, like, we're still going to go, like, where is he from? To me, it depends on where because they're going to they're gonna erect a museum right away. They're going to sell $100 tickets to it, and then they're going to fund alien research, and then they're going to reveal everything in a museum. Well, yeah, but, I mean, that's the point. It'll still make us quite, like, unless they've got all the right? answers, and we you're right. still going to wonder, dinosaurs. when did this happen? How come, why are they hiding it? Yeah. They don't want to be the ones that reveal it and then have us figure out, wait a minute. You've had this yeah, for how long? Us, yeah, they don't want to split two and two. Well, what else don't we know? So we'll start kicking doors open if they start being too cavalier about just revealing information they've been hiding from us for years. This Travis guy says, nah, not for nothing. My mom is part alien. Seriously, look it up. She has blood with negative RH factors, meaning her blood has zero trace of rhesus monkey like the rest of us. Uh, she's had several miscarriages and had to take special supplements to have my brother and myself because her alien blood attacks the growing fetus. It's like a parasite. Yep, chew on that for a little while. Facts. And I'm like, well, I'm, okay. 
That's too doctory for my understanding, but I'm, then, go, I'm not dismissing it. And then there's a lot like this, too. John, I am a 100% UFO enthusiast, but I have to admit that all of this feels like a distraction from something mm-hmm. else exactly. that's going on. Yeah, 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 look over here, look over here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, There's a lot of that, but that's what, that's what they're worried about is the general public figuring out quickly – if we tell them about this, they're going to get curious about this. Hopefully and they the don't government... want us curious. The last thing a government wants or a world wants is a curious populace. It is the worst thing. It destroys religion. It destroys politics. It destroys... Curiosity and questions are cancer to the status quo. Always will be, always has been. And they hate when we get inquisitive. That's why the Internet is such a nightmare for politics is that it's like, ah, and they're you know using it to say everybody's news is fake. Only listen to us. Only listen to us. Those days are over. A curious populace is the scariest thing to uh, the control group, no matter what it is. Dictators, you know, us, whatever. They don't like people having – that's why North Korea, what's the first thing they shut down? Access to information. They don't want you knowing stuff. Control it. Yeah, you got – well, if you don't control the – you control the information, you control the people. But we get curious. If they start leaking out, well, we've got some alien heads. We're like, well, we're going to ask some questions. And they know that. So they're bleeding out the answers before we have questions to try to, like, make us to soothe it for when it's like, oh, yeah, aliens are coming. There's some's on the way. Which I is why it. we need more money for our new alien division. <laughs> oh, yeah. Space, Space Force. Yeah, Space Force has gotten it. Yeah. We've got that. I'm all in. I welcome it. About time. John, you thought phase two was, was bad with the church? <laughs> Way to phase two with the UFO guys hits you. Phase two's been a, a walk in the park. Uh, pretty, <laughs> pretty easy, easy. Stuff. But I Changed love... your clothing, maybe. Maybe that's part of uh, what phase two did to you. But in the, like in the 1950s, if a dude from the Navy said, I'm going to tell about your alien, uh, uh, you know, your, your alien funding, and I know where they are, they'd have just killed him. Now he's allowed to sit and talk to him, which tells me, it's like, all right, let this guy talk. Got some credibility. People will hear it, and some will think he's nuts, and some will be like, okay, this is happening. Don't fight with him. Don't say he's crazy. Discuss the money. And that's what they did yesterday. It was a very civil conversation with the overlying theme being insane about alien bodies. And what we're really discussing was, well, who's funding it? And where does this money go? You're saying it's being misappropriated, or is it supposed to go where it's going? Oh, yeah. Well, that's what we discussed is the budgeting. Yep. So it's real. Because otherwise, the senators would have been like Mitch McConnell yesterday and just froze up. I think Mitch McConnell might be an alien. That that was weird. Yeah, don't let 80-year-olds do things. No, just get them all out of government. Well, I think we're a problem. It just went away. 20 seconds. And people are like, Mitch, is there anything Mitch, else you need to say? You want to go home? Mm-hmm. That's how you know no one's in charge of you. Exactly. Is, you know what you say to a child that or somebody who's lost a... their mind? Yeah. You, you want to head home, yes. honey? Are you all done here? You're worn out? I told you that this morning. The guy that went up to him was so calm. Yeah. And like, okay. Because you know why? Uh, Ain't the first time he's seen it. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> Mitch McConnell had a full freeze and up. And he conked himself on the head earlier in yeah, the year. And he fell. To, well, that was their thing. They said he fell out of a plane. Uh, it landed. What? Yeah, he fell off the, the stairs and face planted off a. So well, what he did to Biden. He, yeah, he ate. Well, basically, he ate. <laughs> and they're saying that that's why sometimes. Biden just, at least caught himself. He goes off into <laughs> the Magic Kingdom now and again. It's, we have a problem with it. Uh-oh, Mitch says, Mitchie, is it time to go home? Are we sleeping? Mitch, tired. Okay, let's get you home. <laughs> Mitch, why don't you go home now? Okay, Mitchell. I think it was the alien probe. It could have been. I have. 
They better take a look at the uh, what they have in the turtle food they're feeding them. Yeah, yeah. Well, just it's, 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 pellets might have been poisoned. <laughs> He's just sitting there next to a big cabbage on his uh, desk. <laughs> I'm okay now. John, I know religion isn't 100% of the world, but it's a good portion, and Aliens oh. just destroys it all. They wreck a it? lot. They wreck a lot of the stories. A lot of them. Could or also. Oh. All right. Or could. Come on. Look. Or some might, but I, why wouldn't it if be that a wasn't creator the, of that? Too, if that who wasn't, created the Aliens? Because it would Here's have been the in the book from day one. It doesn't. This is a different, Not necessarily. Totally different discussion. It doesn't dismiss a deity. A creator. Yeah, a deity. Right. But it might dismiss an awful lot of people's religion. Yes. Sure. If you found out and the information or this where the story town. came from. Right. And that's it's like real crazy. If they town. brought stuff that fundamentally proved our thing was wrong, whether it's Jesus or Well, Allah the initial story of a creator right. came from all But if you want to just lean on the creator part, but what we've got people doing, you know, and they've got fundamental proof that you know, they could show up and say, Big Bang was real. Like, it's all science-based. This is just yeah. a, a, And fundamentally destroy the mental uh, breakdown of humanity. Like, there's no way. Science in general. A billion Muslims and a billion uh, religious people that have, uh, you know, pinned all their hopes and dreams on this, having something show up and prove it wrong. Mm. Is way too much for this planet to handle. Like we, we wouldn't accept it. Like there's no, there's people who just close their eyes and start swinging. Like it just wouldn't happen. So there's some of that. Like what information do they bring that just tips over the cart and it, people it, it lose would tip their over, Yeah, potentially everything. Because even what we're it learning could, on science, sure. But science will accept new information. It, that's the religion point of it. will not. That's the difference. Religion will not accept something that disproves it. Science's goal is to be disproven. That's the difference. Ask no questions is one of the commandments. Science will, pr- like, say, oh, my God, this is all new information. We can learn more. Religion doesn't like being told all your stuff was way off base. Are you saying the ask no questions is there? there's only one God? Well, yeah, it's like, don't question me. Don't throw questions out there. This is like I'm not, I'm not to be questioned. And, you know, the Muslims have the same thing. You start questioning it and you go down a different road, you're done. We don't want you. And that's the basis of it. And there's nothing wrong with that, but that's, <sighs> that's true. Morgan, I, I, I understand what you're, you're, you're saying. You're not supposed to question God, are you, in your religion? It's going to happen. But you're not that's supposed true. to question his existence. No, you're not supposed to right. question the church. Uh, that's, a, that's a Catholic you're, thing. You're not supposed to question the church. You're no, also, for years, they're saying that's why they wouldn't print out. It's like you don't, you don't you're question You're not supposed to. someone that's that. a leader. You're you not supposed your, to go, God yeah. sucks. Your you're boss, not supposed to question your the prophet. In, you're going to have Mormon. questions. You don't question your government. You're going mean, to naturally have. Right, and you do. And, yeah. the, and the reason right. power and leadership has that in place is because too many questions leads to you finding out about the truth. But the and flip so that's side of the thing. The, Anytime someone says, don't make questions, don't ask questions. Like, you should encourage it. Scrutiny uh, is is encouraged in things that are real. But I see it's it the other way. discouraged with something that can't prove itself. Scrutiny is welcome the to the truth. Way, necessarily on questions. It's like, no matter what the question is, right. you can ask. You're questioning. Uh, I will try, and I will right. guide you. I mean, you're always going to have questions. To I'm not saying you personally. I'm saying that the religion's basic tenet is don't start questioning That's this. That's the way you control the power. Right. Yep. 
That's a huge part of it. Whether you do or not, I don't care. Yeah. I'm saying it's decision is that. And you have a lot of – like there's a whole group of people over there in the Middle East that don't question it. And if you do out loud, you start getting lobbed with rocks and sure. knives and stuff. So I don't think aliens coming here disproving you know, the Muslim religion is a great idea. Because I don't think they're going to take to it immediately and be like, oh, wow, we were wrong. Okay, now what? I don't think that's their reaction. And I think we know that. This alien thing is really – it's a – Sketchy walk on ice. Yeah. Truth loves scrutiny. Truth absolutely loves scrutiny. And there's, you know, when you, you, the aliens and like Toledo, you mentioned earlier, people coming down, like and talking about it, that someone has visited the earth or, yeah. and you think about uh, on the religious side of it, we talk about angels or people coming down right. to that. Who knows? That could be the crossover there, too. I'm okay. saying those are the aliens that we thought were, or someone said that was angels, or the other way around. <laughs> the, you know, Jewish religion is only upset right now because of the misappropriated UFO funds. Where's that going? Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, UFO talk. See? And this is it. Even us in this room, even with the, the speculation. Start getting into a religious conversation. You start batting back at me. I start batting back at you. General population ain't ready for this. General population has its views. We got our heels in the ground in a lot of spots, and something comes along and starts to disrupt that in a massive way, starts showing us all new things. We're not prepared for that, and the government knows it. I, for one, want them to keep it quiet. I don't know why they're leaking this info. I'd like to see it before I die. I'd love for aliens to show up. I think it would be neat. But I know how we'd react. Someone else wants that money. I know how we'd react. We would lose it. And why are they here? To take over? Now now they're an enemy. I mean, we would lose it. We are not a welcoming species at all. There's you, still so even, much land. Even the book that's so beautiful, they killed the guy. Jesus is not like exactly the most welcome character here. Yeah, there's a lot of people. <laughs> Imagine like, like a him spaceship. It up so yeah, much. he came down and said, by the way, here's some truths you guys might not be all that comfortable with. All right, let's butcher him. And that's You've the most, had uh, what we think is maybe yeah. 33 years. Yeah. That's good enough. That's plenty. You keep rattling that trap. We're going to do some damage here because we've got our own ways, and you're disrupting the apple cart, literally. You're turning over some tables, and they slaughtered him. That's the beautiful part of the book. And we wouldn't, we wouldn't do too well with uh, anything coming out of the clouds telling us that here's the real way. We kill it every time. Still uh, need some time. On that, we're never, we're never, look, it's been thousands of years. Anything falls from the sky and says, here's some truths, we kill it. Or we start a war with it. It ain't going to be good. So I, I kind of wish It's interesting that, we, you know, it's our government. But what about the other governments around, like they Russia got, and all that? China's got whole hearings on that thing, too. Man, but China pretty, controls it a little bit easier. Yeah. We might have more. Do you ever collab on this, you know? <laughs> I'm sure. And that's another question. See, you're you're starting to ask questions. They don't like that. Wait a minute, we're friends with Iran? Well, yeah, on the alien program. Uh, and Russia? Well, yeah, we got a space station together. That doesn't seem to be an issue ever. It's crazy. A lot of crazy going on out there. Anyway. Now we're heading for gold on a giant meteorite. That's yeah, we're, we're going to take a meteorite that's worth a number I've never heard of before. It's got a go go gillions. Oh, wow, that's a thing? Yeah, it's just beyond Google. And we're going to try to corral and lasso this thing and be the richest thing on the planet. Again, the target. It's nuts. But UFO talk in the, you know, government, 
and serious UFO talk. Ooh. Get ready. Light your torch and just have it by the bedside just in case. It'll be fine. Uh, we'll chat with Brett in a little while. He's at the Safeway out there at Signal Butte. And I think Warner, is that right? I yeah, Signal Butte and Warner. We'll talk to him in a little bit. Meanwhile, what's on the uh, big uh, info board of songs Over today? Here to the uh, to the page. It's brought to you by our friends at Action Ride Shop. And I'm going to say some words that some parents dread, some parents love. It's back to school, John. Some schools oh, are already in session. Next week, uh, Alex goes back for his start his senior year. But uh, uh, if that's part of your daily routine, Action Ride Shop wants you to break it up and hit the trails with a new bike. Amen. All in stock Santa Cruz and Kona bikes are on sale all month long. Action Ride Shop also has deals on beach cruisers and commuter bikes. Back to school is a great time to grab bike locks and accessories that you need to keep your uh, ride safe and comfortable. Uh, if you have a bike and you're <laughs> doing a to, good job, well, it's the, the wording. I'm trying to dance around the wording. I didn't read it before. Yeah, that's what Brady does. Uh, Action Ride Shop has the best wrenches in town. Give you a ride the love that it needs to get you back on the trail or back to school. There you go. Um, yeah, get, uh, do kids ride bikes to school anymore? They do. They even have bike racks uh, in our neighborhood. In junior high, they do. Yeah, I, was I think say. In, in high school, like at Mountain View, the the little bike corral. I never you know see what it has more of in the bike corral than anything. Scooters. E-scooters. Yeah. I never see people riding their bikes to school or back. I see that line of people getting picked up. I never see kids on bikes. Yeah, it used to be middle school. There's a lot. Honestly, yeah. uh, never, ever see kids on bikes riding. Ever. When he was in junior high at Stapley, it's such a large community around there, like within minutes, like there were a ton of kids never on road bikes. I like even going by roads. There's still a driveline, no matter oh, what. The drive there's, oh, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Driveline's a nightmare. Yeah. Uh, give us the song. On the list, Clutch, Dragonfly, Thunderstruck from ACDC for the first monsoon storm of the season. Ride the Lightning for the first storm. Um, I don't think it's the first storm. Maybe the first big storm. That was the first storm of the year. Of the monsoon season? Yeah. Since, uh, Where have you been? What? I thought we had yeah, one. It's like March. We haven't had rain sure. since March. Uh, Slayer, Skeletons of Society, Riders Who's on the Storm for the, <laughs> from the Doors. Aliens got him. Uh, Charlie Daniels, Simple Man. Interesting. No explanation on that one. Hmm. Uh, for the Heat, Chimera, Try to Survive, Pennywise, Aliens, uh, Coal Chamber, Rowboat, Dead Memories from Slipknot, We Got the Moves from Electric Callboy, Head Like a Hole, Electric Boogaloo. Bring me something good off of that. How about Head Like a Hole, he says, for all the uh, alien believers. Okay. Well, yeah, Head Like a Hole for alien believers. You never know. See? That's why we're not quite ready. Guy brings up a good point. He goes, "If you noticed in the last twenty years, especially since the internet, uh, religion has been allowed to be pushed back a little bit, and the numbers growing are people who don't believe or associate. That's the biggest number growing as religion sort of just start to see a little shrink in its deal. Maybe there's that's part of the plan is to make it so people there's less of it, so we'd be more prepared for uh, you know the some arrival of something else. So that because that was the big re- like they even said that in the fifties, like if." You know, it would it would disrupt too much of the current beliefs fabric. It would be too much for people to handle. War of the Worlds was an insane thing. People were accepting of the idea that it came, but it just kind of it, it disrupted their lives. And and like you said, as far as the religious side of it, there might be an argument for the side that even though it, you know it's curtailing the information going out there, has society gotten better in the last twenty years, or was I don't think it's different religion or people not knowing information. Yeah. You know, that combination 
I think people always say that. A friend of mine curtailing some of that. Tip. I had lunch the other day, and uh, somebody told me that uh, more people are wanting to kill and have like you know violent crimes. And I said, "Where do you get that?" And he goes, "There's not enough people with Jesus in their life." I'm like, "I don't have Jesus in my life. I don't want to kill anyone." Right? Yeah. Like that has nothing to do with your desire to kill at all, and it doesn't help you one direction or other. If Jesus is the only thing keeping you from killing, you're still f- crazy. The percentages go up, but because we've got more people now. But I think I the percentages stay the same per capita. I, over, I, don't, see over the yeah, I don't see that argument about increase. how things are worse. It's the best no, time to have ever been alive. That's what I'm saying. I'm still, I, like, no, like, especially in the United States. And I know it's it's not perfect, but it, it, whatever color you are, whatever you are, it's better now than it's ever been. So society being such a disaster, I don't buy it. It's weird. We get a lot of information. We get a lot of bad news, but that's always been. Bad news has always been around. It's just yeah. we get more we, of it now. It just right. And that right. is a lot has to do maybe with uh, age, too. But things are definitely the information. You get more information. You get more yeah. bad news. But yeah. it's the best time to be alive. We're, we're, we're currently cooking along the best humanity's ever been. Right. If you ask me. No, I agree. I mean, we got a lot of weird stuff going on. But that's always going to happen. We, we are currently in the best situation we've ever been. And hopefully just going to keep improving. But ask a black guy if it's better today than it was 40 years ago. And tell me society's, society's worse. It's not. We've, we've made, we just constantly focus on how bad everything is all the time. It's not the case. Because we're constantly told that things are bad. Right. It's yeah. like it's not, that's not what's happening. Yeah. And it has nothing to do with what you believe or yeah. think. It's how you are as a human being. Not like, oh, if you don't have the right religion, you're going to kill people. No, you're not. So I put in uh, good. put right. in Slipknot in there because uh, two people actually I uh, didn't get to. Uh, we lost Joey Jordison two years ago today. Is it today? I believe there was an article according, according to the guys on Facebook. I think it was on Wired that they said it just doesn't get the credit as being one of the greatest rock musicians of all uh, time. Yeah. He's a great drummer and Psychosocial is outstanding. This is one of the best songs ever. So this will be our wake up today. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. Uh, we got our friend uh, Brett Vesley is out this morning at Signal Butte and Warner. He's out there in the humidity and the gunk and the goo. Brett, are you there? I'm here. Hi, Brett. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Are you uh, Are you enjoying yourself out in the glop? No, it's just terrible out here. It's gooey. But I'm this doing morning. it for a good cause. That's right. Look at you putting yourself in uh, harm's way just to make sure Damn that we right. get all the right things to the right people. You're out there for Operation Hydration. It is Thursday morning, yep. and that basically means Brett is going to be out there collecting water at the Safeway on uh, Signal Butte and Warner. Tell us where is that first of all? Uh, yeah, it's way the hell out here. So pack a lunch on your way out. But uh, <laughs> we're out here at Signal Butte and Warner on the uh, west side of the uh, west side of Signal Butte. Uh, we're over at the Safeway. You can't miss us. We've got the big truck out here, uh, the big tent, and uh, obviously we are collecting uh, donations for Operation Hydration, trying to keep the water supply going for everybody out there. Uh, you know, it, it's it's a million degrees out. It's a little bit cooler today, but it's humid as hell, so yeah. you need to start drinking water. And, uh, you know, like, like we've always said, in a city this big, nobody should go thirsty for, you know, lack of water. So we're taking those water donations from you guys, signing you up for uh, – tickets to shine down as well as the offspring um i have some of those portis up gift cards so if you guys make a sizable donation i'll hook you up with that and uh i gotta i gotta thank uh src supply company they came out and made a huge donation nice. so we took care of that 
Yeah, and also our friends over at, uh, you know, obviously Learner and Row, Port of Subs, Liquid Death Water, and uh, my favorite plumbers, Lawson Family Plumbing. There they're, it is. they're taking care of you guys out there, too. So uh, come on out here. We'll be hanging out here until about 9 o'clock. Bring those water donations. Uh, bring cash, whatever the hell you got, but we'll, we'll take it all out here. <laughs> Drop off a kid, whatever. We'll take it and we'll put it towards the no, deal. No kids. No oh, kids. yeah, no any kids. That's right. That's a bad donation. That goes. That yeah. immediately gets rejected. Good thinking, Brett. Sorry. Yeah, Not whatever you got. <laughs> that's true uh brett's out there he doesn't want to see your children leave them in the car but not for no. long uh, the air running uh brett's gonna be out there signal butte and warner this morning we'll chat with him in a little while nice job brett all right see ya. there you go well done Bert. hot hot day hot 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 yikes i forget everybody's uh saying that they think elon musk is an alien now and that's why this is all coming out <laughs> there's truth to that too he's kind of got that look Oh, he looks a little bit different than us. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it's all where he's from or whatever, but there's his eyes move different. Bezos is another one. I don't like his, his timeline's interesting too because the the first the the middle twelve years of his life, no one knows anything about. Just like Jesus, <laughs> yeah, kind of went away as a teenager. Yeah. He kind of disappeared. <laughs> Either way, it's crazy. Well, good luck to all of you out there trying to fight off the alien hordes in this weather. It's hot. Uh, it's time now for Brady to give you all the news only Brady knows. We call this the Brady Report. It's brought to you by our friends over at Hooters. And if you want to go to Hooters, this Saturday is a good day to do it. It's National Chicken Wing Day at Hooters. Buy 10 wings, get 10 wings free. That's Saturday. Limit 10 free wings per guest. You want? It's not an all-you-can-eat like Wednesdays are. Uh, some restrictions apply, and uh, they just might stop it. For, I love that disclaimer at the end. Might discontinue uh, this without notice. That's if they see, that means if that 1025, if they see a bunch of giant fat guys at the door uh, waiting to get in before they open, they're going to discontinue that uh, free thing. Brittany? They're going to crush us. They're going to crush us. Yeah. Just just scratching at the window. Brittany. Brittany. Good Lord, there's too many fat guys here. Discontinue the freebie. So, you know, moderate. If you notice that there's a congregation of chunks standing outside the Hooters, wait in your car until like 1108. Don't stand in front of the door and wait for them to unlock it. That's a public service announcement from Hooters to you. Then say, hi, Brittany. Thanks for this Brady Report. Brady Report. Good Thursday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. Hi. Happy National Barbie in a Blender Day. Wow. National Scotch Day. It's also one to celebrate. Yeah, right. Barbie in a Blender, huh? What? Started in 1997. Uh, As a word, uh, what their meaning was, hey, just have some fun. Yeah. And, uh, well, because we used to hate Barbie. It was Barbie. An, art, an artist that yeah. started it. And so the basically, what wouldn't you normally see people right. putting Barbie in a blender? It was my argument a couple days ago. Yeah. Well, for the longest time, Barbie was public enemy number one to young girls. Like, she was a bad role model. We were putting her in blenders and everything. Now she's the greatest thing that ever happened. So, and by the way, we haven't even talked about Sinead O'Connor dying yesterday, which is crazy. Right. Uh, and uh, 56 and... Uh, you know, all the stress she's felt over the last few years. And I'd forgotten that we used to tease her because of her article a long time ago about loving it in the ass. The difficult brown. Yeah, difficult she called brown. it the difficult brown. I said, I'd like to take it, put it in my difficult brown, make all sorts of... So she's gone. And you think about the argument to how things used to be versus how they are now. Her career ended. Ended. With the Pope, because yeah. she tore a picture of the Pope on Saturday Night Live. Ended her. She was going to be Okay. She's a treasure in Ireland, which is crazy. Yeah. But she tore up the picture of the Pope on Saturday Night Live. And I remember the next 
things she did on TV. Chris Christopherson had to go out there and whisper in her ear, don't let the bastard get you down. Because they were booing her in the crowd at an awards show. Yep. You could tear up a picture of the Pope now all day long while you're singing wet-ass <laughs> No one would care at all. Sinead O'Connor. Only 56, though. That kind of surprised me. It makes me think And I didn't she realize was... she had uh, three or four kids or something like that. Yeah. Um, and the one she lost, her one was the oldest one, uh, like two years ago. Happy family. Yeah. Well, they're Irish. There you go. Duh. Yeah, you're Irish. You drink, you drink your way through this thing, and then you just get out early. A couple of basis fun facts. You might know this one. Soft drinks are called soft drinks because? I don't know. They don't have contain alcohol. Oh. Mm. I didn't know that. The Jetsons came out 61 years ago in 1962. So essentially, it's just saying... Pussy drink. Hard yeah. drink. Like, hey, yep. softy. Hard drink. Soft, soft. Drinks. Yep. It's the softest birthday party I've ever been to. So the Jetsons came out in uh, in 1962, which is 61 years right. ago. And it was set in 2062, which is 39 years from now. That's right. So now we're much closer to the future it predicted than the year it came no, out. Start. And Toledo had a thing that was going one. around the internet yesterday, which is we are now... Uh, closer to the start of MTV than MTV is to... No, other uh, way around. Oh, it is. MTV, okay. the, is the, oh, that's right. The day that MTV debuted is now closer to Pearl Harbor... That's right. Than, than we are we to are that. to the start of MTV. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Let that yeah. sink in. Pearl Harbor, the gap of time between Pearl Harbor and MTV is shorter now than the gap of time between MTV and us today. And not only that, Alex's, Alex's generation has pretty much never seen a video on MTV. That's right. That's been a long time since they throw those out. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, MTV to him has always been Jersey Shore and reality show. Not even even that. Well, he was born when that happened. Oh, I know, but like he has no concept of MTV because it's all been YouTube for him. Yeah. Wow. Everything. The 10 highest mountains in the U.S. are all in Alaska. The 11th highest is... Mount Hood? Wouldn't it be uh, California? Yeah. Yeah. Mount Whitney. Oh, And that's like only like thirteen. That's eleventh. They don't no, know thirteen thousand, thirteen fourteen, yeah. something like that. It's not that high. Pike's Peak is twelve. I thought. Yeah, I think like it that. might be like thirteen or fourteen. The California one. The average American spends one hundred and fifty-one bucks a month on impulse purchases. That includes everything from stuff on Amazon to impulse buys at the grocery store. Actually, not. That bad compared to last year when it was 314. Wow. We've pulled back on it. Yeah. Uh, Your Mount Whitney, 14,505 feet. There you go. I would have won some sort of contest guessing that. Now it's time for some Wild World. All right. And go. Hello, my friends. Brady Bogan here with your Wild Wild World. (laughs) I wasn't sure where he was. Brady Bogan here. Here, I had to look around. around. I'm I'm here. here. I'm here. I was there, but then there was here. We had this uh, group of hikers that live in Derbyshire um, in Wales. Basically, they're climbing the Welsh mountain, Ogwen Valley, and uh, they hike with parrots on their shoulders. They're pet parrots. They take them out on hikes. They're pirates. One of the uh, 
parrots was disturbed because a peregrine falcon Uh-oh. swooped in on a group, and the one parrot took off, got oh, spooked. Boy. The owner sees the parrot, goes all the way up, pretty high up on the mountain, so she breaks away with her other parrot on her shoulders. How many parrots did she have? Well, the one person stayed back, and the lady that organizes the hikes her parrot stays with her. <laughs> this is ridiculous. This what? better end in a mauling. It didn't end in a mauling. She Damn went it. up, she got up there and uh. she climbed by herself with her parrot. They finally get up to the other parrot. The other parrot looks at her and, goes, and just heads back down to the owner. It was just a thousand feet down. So the, oh, so we just, so they had away. to get, they had to rescue the lady with the parrot now on her shoulder. Why? Let these people just end their lives. Hiking around with parrots. They're attention whores is what they are. The parrot that uh, took off, his name was Jekyll. Yeah. He basically came back to the group, and first thing they said is he said hello. Snakes, parrots, and wolves. Uh, all cool, but when you're wandering around with them on your shoulder or your neck or on a big leash at the Biltmore, you're just, uh, you're just an insecure human being who needs eyeballs on you at all times. You get an Instagram page, for God's sakes. Stop walking around with snakes around your neck at the Biltmore. No one thinks you're cool. You're the weirdo. And a cop in Maine helped rescue a peregrine falcon that chased a pigeon into a toy store and could get out. Did the pigeon get he out? He joked that it's not really a situation uh, they train you for at the academy. But he uh, was able to get the falcon and uh, release it back outside. Did not say. The uh, pigeon was eating. No word on the pigeon. <laughs> Where's the pigeon? Why do we only care about the falcon? I mean, the whole, the, the victim people here. People don't care about pigeons. The victim here is the pigeon. It was being chased by, obviously, a, a you know, a gangster. He's got some bad guy on his ass. And they, they rescued and released the falcon. Meanwhile, the pigeon's like, you put him back out there? You guys That's got a hard on for me. I, what am I supposed to do? Back to work, pigeon. That's your wild, wild world. This who would you call? I don't even know who to call. Like, would I call the police if pigeons and falcons got loose in my house? I don't. I don't think I would call the police. I call? I'd call Liberty Wildlife and go. What do you think I should do? They, just wait this out. Are they at the ready though? I mean, are they just waiting for that call? No, they would. They would tell you at Liberty Wildlife. Wait till they get tired and try to box them up and bring them to us. Throw a yeah. blanket. On I guess it. if I had yeah, a pigeon and I've a falcon, heard that, throw a blanket on it. If you can catch it. Well, if he's got, like you said, tired out, get it right. on the ground and then throw a blanket on it. What if it's so tired that I can throw a blanket on it? It's dead. <laughs> like a bird's got just enough energy to get away from the guy with the blanket. I think I'd just leave the house for a couple of days and let it bang into the walls until it kills itself. Or leave, smash well, a window. you can. It'd be tough now with this heat leaving the windows open, hoping it leaves. I wouldn't leave the windows so, yeah. open. That's what I'm saying. I'd leave it. I'd leave the house. If a, if a falcon and a I, pigeon if, are if fighting a, in my house, I'm leaving. If a falcon flew into my house... It's it was meant to be, so it's a new pet. Exactly, right, yeah. and so we I'll bring I'll bring it food, God and we'll become guest. best friends. Brady, I give you this. Ah, cool. Boom, 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 bouncing off the walls. A falcon and a pigeon are fighting in my house. I'm not in that house very long. I'm not sitting around for that. I'm not trying to catch it or stop it or whatever. That's going to work itself. We've out. seen the bats getting in people's houses, and they're trying to get them with a. Broom I'm not that guy. Yeah. I take. Uh, I take a, whatever I've got on my body. I drive over to the mountain shadows. I get a room for a couple of days, and I wait for that pinball machine to end. 
Uh, the dogs will be fine on their own. I'll go back. I'll feed them. They'll be outside in their room. In your house, wouldn't you just sick Yardley on him? Because she doesn't have the capability of flying. If the pigeon and a falcon fight on the ground, Yardley comes out with gouged eyes. <laughs> She'd lose that fight in a heartbeat. Jumping with her three legs. Yes, if she can manage your theory of very sleepy bird catching. But no, a falcon and a pigeon fighting in my house. It's their house for a little while, and eventually that works itself. Let it happen. Go in there, clean up the feathers and the blood, and everything's normal again in 48 hours. But I don't open windows and stand there and hope for the best. I'm getting out of there. I don't like wildlife fights in my house. I shut the doors. I don't want the rooms, and they're going to bounce off the walls. It's easy. You get them out with another pigeon. You hold that pigeon (laughs) at the doorway. What hunts a falcon? I don't want to know because it's probably an eagle, and now I got that in my house. I wait for them to kill themselves. Probably the falcon's going to get to the pigeon eventually, right? Eats yeah. that, picks at it for a couple of days. Yeah, and you get then another- it's just like restless. And it's going to hit walls and doors and windows. I keep the windows like, you know, clean, but not open. And he'll, ba- he'll break his neck. I'll go in there. I'll clean it up. That is not something I stick around for. And I certainly don't bother the police with it. I don't know who I'd call. I'd probably call you guys. This is awesome. In fact, I'd probably call Brady. What you need to do is first thing I'm trying to get him out of there. What you need to do is name it. (laughs) It needs its name. Like, that's the thing. Put your hand out and whistle. Jesus Christ, John. Let it live, man. Where did your humanity? Where did your humanity? My humanity disappears when stuff breaks into my house. Wildlife. Yeah, any any life. Any life (laughs) I don't want my house starts fighting in my house, I leave. (laughs) If, if, uh, you know... If there's a scuffle between a predator and, like, if there's a person attacking another person that rolls into my house, I get out of the house and then I call the police because that's people. I know what to do with people. I don't know what to do with birds. Please don't. John, have to do I'll that. help you with uh, a falcon, a deer, mm-hmm. um, a female deer, n- not a a bear. I'm not going to help you there. No. And if a bear's in my house, maybe a coyote. Uh-uh. But coyotes in my house, I leave. Don't stick around for that to see how it ends. I know how that ends. I'm not getting the broom out and brushing at it. Bobcat, all that. Snake, I'll help it's you that. their house for a little while. I would call you. I'd take a picture. Get as close as I could take a picture. Go, Brady, is this poisonous or not? What you got there is one of the king snakes. <laughs> They're good ones. Keep him around. They eat rattlers. All right, I don't know where your accent came from, but thanks for your help. Researchers... Uh Conducted experiments where they replaced religious leaders with humanoid robots cool. reading sermons created with AI. They found out the robots get less respect and generated fewer donations. Yeah, because there's no judgment at the end. That's but, truly a real religious person. They don't judge you, the robot. A religious person judges the, uh, you when you only put a dollar in that. The thing. robot's credibility was close to humans, so it's possible that attitudes could change. On a scale of one to five, five being the most credible, the robot preachers got credibility rating of 3.1 compared with 3.5 to human preachers. I guarantee you donations go down to zero. If the robot isn't looking at you going, come on, Jimmy, a little for the effort. Thank you for your, oh, come on, man, dollars, really? The guilt's not the same. Nope, they, they don't make you guilty. They're just machines. You wouldn't give any money at the church. The robots don't know. What's the robots he do with always know. A 29-year-old in Salt Lake City named Michael Martinez. Knows her. Did uh, some day drinking last weekend. Decided to break into a Ferrari dealership. Got into the showroom Sunday night by smashing a big glass window with a rock. 
Then he found a $600,000 Ferrari, which was unlocked, spotted a set of keys in the center console, decided to steal it. It's a trap. He apparently drove it through another big glass wall and hit uh, four other Ferraris on the way out. Mm -hmm. Jeez. According to the police, he caused $100,000 in damage to those four cars. That's it? And he obviously Orlando uh, on that? <laughs> scraped them. Shane, Shane, I'll take we can help you this. not total that car. This is all good. You got to stop driving through walls, you see. That's the big pickle here. We've got a couple of Guinness World Records set. We've got a Chinese teen that skipped a rope 374 times in one minute. Wow. They kind of hunch over. The they, Chinese? The, the rope is, real, is short. Oh, I see. The jump and rope. So, and he, it's spinning. So I don't know how he gets that, that fast of a spin, but it's, he did it. <laughs> Zhao Kui from you Yu often look City at people, well, Hold on. You often look at people jumping rope going, that makes tons of sense. I could do that. I don't see you a lot of uh, jump rope aficionado uh, information. Is that this year's challenge? Yeah. Wow, look at that Chinaman jumping rope. That is amazing. The Brady jump rope challenge? Speed jumping. Yeah. Ooh. Think you could break that record? No way. <laughs> I want to see you jumping rope. Uh, I'm not that bad at it. What? Uh, when's the last time you did it? When's the last time you did it? A year ago. One year ago, you just started jumping rope for no reason. Yes. So when I, yeah. I almost thought, I thought about buying it again because you realize, yeah. man, jump rope for try to do it for a minute solid. And I try to do three a day. Last yeah. time yeah. I was impossible. last time I did it was when we were with, yeah. boxing with Ray. Jumping rope is hard years. work. Yeah. And you start seeing those people going fast. I, I for some reason I picture you doing the like run in place jump rope. The skip, yeah, <laughs> the cute yes. one. I don't think you get <laughs> no. Which is I super adorable. We, we did it a lot. Um, I mean, it was years ago, so but that was part of wrestling and boxing. You, you, oh, yeah. you did some stuff, so it wasn't like not, you, you know, not this. He does this. No, I think Brady does the yes, yeah, yes. <laughs> like the rope goes like yes. very slow. Like he's walking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's cute. It's like nope. I do the two feet uh, are the together basically. Bounce. Yeah, I want to see that. I think you'd be adorable jumping rope. <laughs> I like how you say he hunches over, he hunches over, and he gets going real fast. He does, and he makes it a shorter yeah. rope, so yeah. you get the quicker get rotation. More speed. Those Chinese, they do good math with that stuff. The previous record was three hundred and forty-eight and sixty seconds. The other record, I apologize. It's a habanero pepper kiss. Oh. They both eat the habanero pepper, and then they kissed for 11 minutes. And Why are you apologizing? Well, because here's the couple that oh, set the record. Gross. What are you apologizing for? That's pretty much what I pictured. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody who's willing to gobble up habaneros and suck face? Oh, well, I know why he's eating habaneros, because it makes his eyes water, so it's blurry, and he doesn't have to actually look at yeah, what he's but you're, no. you're pressed in for yeah. 11 minutes. Ugh. Well, that's just being in her gravitational I mean, pull. I don't, I don't know that they're kissing, or he's it's just, just stuck to her, because uh, her gravity pulled you're her You're not going to stick around and watch that for 11 minutes. No. You take their word for it. <laughs> Congratulations. The guy from Guinness is like, how much longer do I have to watch? Give me a number. I'll write She's it down. She's got a lot in the way to get to his face. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now, you got to push through a lot of front butt <laughs> yeah. to go tongue to tongue with that one. Just keep mashing into my gut. You'll find it. Ugh. I don't want to slap tummies with you anymore at all. Toledo, I need you to go to subwaynamechange.com. 
Seems like a scam, but okay. Giving one lucky fan free sandwiches for life if they commit to legally changing their first name to Subway. Jerry. Oh, shoot. <laughs> Jared Fogel. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Subway would have been. You know what? I'd have a lot of admiration for Subway if their contest was free subs forever if you legally change your name to Jared Fogel. Would you do it, Brady? Free food. You never have to pay for food again, but you got to change your name to Adolf Hitler. And you can't be like, Ad- you can't have a nickname. You are everywhere you go, Adolf Hitler. Your, your card, everywhere. But you never have to pay for Subway sandwiches. And just food in general is free. Yeah, I'd do it. Yeah. <laughs> How about uh, like something even worse? Like, uh, like your eyes oh, something. That but he's used crazy. to not going by names. His name's David. Yeah, I know, but that's the point. Like you'd have to go by the real name. Adolf Hitler might you might be able to make that kind of funny, and then but you can never tell people why. That yeah, you get free then that changes yeah. it. You, it can't yeah. be a joke. You're always just Adolf Hitler. Yeah. As always with these things, it's not really unlimited. How about, subs. How about this? Uh, Jesus uh, <laughs> sickle. Just the C words right in the middle of your name. Yeah, no. <laughs> you wouldn't need to... free food forever just to have the C word attached. I'm David <laughs> Bogan. Yeah, I would just I would introduce myself as David. No, no, no. You know? Your last name is <laughs> Bogan. I know. The whole name. <laughs> Maybe. How about Yeah, Bogan? I probably yeah. could. Bogan. <laughs> How about uh, <laughs> e. McFace? <laughs> For free food forever. Your C wordy McFace. That's a tough one. I'd do it. Free food? That's. Yeah, I'm in. You're going to take a lot more good vacations. Just have to. Would you waste more time explaining your name to everybody you see than you would just paying for stuff? Wonder how often you'd get asked. Uh, Subway's got you something. Got some here. people that would. So <laughs> the winner will get $50,000 worth of Subway gift cards. That's pretty good. You're, so if you had uh, one sub a day, every day, that would last you anywhere from 10 to 20 years. You can buy for a few Depending on which subs you got. What if Subway did? I, Subway, I want to be on your PR team and just have bowl of challenges. And then say, uh, for free subs for the rest of your life, you have to legally change your name to whatever you draw out of this bowl. <laughs> and then you reach in and your name is the N-word now from here on uh, out. Uh, <laughs> Hi, I'm damn it, Subway. Free subs, please. You'll also get $750 to cover the cost of changing your name. (laughs) Got until August 1st. Going to throw my name in the ring. I'm in. Hi, my name's Jews Control the Media. I'm here for my free subs. (laughs) Can I shorten that? JCTM? I'm here for my free food. My name was Hitler was right. Oh. (laughs) Starbucks. Starbucks would have a huge problem. <laughs> yeah, got a, what got was a, your name again? Got a grande flat white for... Hitler was right. <laughs> Hitler was right. They make him shout it out. Oh, my God. This barista's gone mad. <laughs> Hitler was right. Stop saying that, Tyrone. It's on his... His head name. Hitler was right. <laughs> I hate the Jews. I hate the Jews. That's me. Oh, just <laughs> grande three frap, frap mocha. They wouldn't write it. They wouldn't write it on the cup. Yeah. They, moon Cricket they Jones. Look for Moon Cricket it? Jones. Well, now they don't write. They have it on that little sticker. Yeah, now. they stick it on there. <laughs> <laughs> just 
that man. I wish I worked for some sort of a marketing thing. Hey, we can make a lot of noise if we made everybody change their name to Jared Fogle. And then just in a year, we turned it into the bowl of names. It would be tough not to. Free subs for 20 years every single day. You never have to pay for food again in your life. Hitler was right. Your order is up. That's me. I'll go get our dinner. Mrs. was right. <laughs> Do you? Hitler was right. Take this beautiful woman to be your lawful Do I have to change my name? You can hyphenate. I got a couple of radio videos. All right. The first one is a lovely drive in San Francisco. <laughs> oh, this boy. guy uh, missed the turn on Lombard wow. Street. He's on, uh, oh, he's, he's on, on Lombard? No, no, he's no, not no. on Lombard. I'll, tell you, I'll give you the location. The, uh, um, the, the description tells what's going on. It's a stolen car. Oh. But you so, know how hilly it is in San Francisco. Sure. Yeah. So, the streets. Uh, well, it looks like Lombard. It's, that is it's, a hairpin turn. Up. Might be over in Palo Alto, but it would be easy to do because you have to make a couple of turns. Have you ever done the Lombard? So you got to make the yeah. right turns to find the right yeah. entrance to get down. I was there right. at so the time. They didn't allow you to drive on it anymore. Yeah. Yeah. The last time we were there, you couldn't yeah. drive on it either because people hate. Uh, all right. This happens really quickly. Okay. Yeah, that is a hairpin. Oh, he just goes off a cliff. <laughs> that guy just does not make. <laughs> makes it all the way. Oh down. my God. Well. Fast as round as a straight line. Climbs out of the car and uh, <laughs> takes off. Not much of a fall. So the description says, stolen car drives off a cliff and crashes, landing upside down. No one was injured after the vehicle crashed. The drivers and passengers flee the there scene he goes. before he gets police out. arrive. Yeah, have a nice day. Vehicle had been reported stolen. Incident occurred at 19th Street in Sanchez. So yeah, it's basically kind of around the, uh, it's close to Lombard in the same area. It's the hilly section of San Francisco. Yes. It's a small town. Oh, wait a minute. Try that in a small town. <laughs> I bet you in San Francisco, they don't even prosecute. They got no laws. You try that in my small town. Steal my car and drive it down a hilly, beautiful road. Take out a tree. See how far down the road you get. And I've got a wild world radio video. Okay. Uh, I I almost nixed this one. Okay. Oh, this is a flying green tree snake, and it's battling. It's got a gecko. This is why, John. (laughs) All right. It's just so it's got it constricted, wrapped around on the rock. Something good better happen soon. And it's gonna, it's gonna try to get, take it down tail first. You see it working its way out, and here comes its mate, and they battle. Oh, what? Now he'll strike its head, its body. Meanwhile, the other one's head is being. Yeah, gets it out of there. Got it. Got him. Okay. What a I'm going ch- to make you, in order to keep your job, change your name to Hitler was right. And uh, we're going to move on. We from got there. two from listeners. So um, you've seen these uh, aerialists yeah. use yeah. the ribbons. And, like and what all that. Pink does at her concerts. Right. Ribbon. Actually, you remember our old promo girl, Keisha? She yeah. does this. No kidding? Yeah. She has a whole setup in her backyard. You can set this up in your yard? Yeah. Ribbon spinning? Yeah. All right. Let's see it. All right. Oh, she's going to fail. Make though. sure, yeah. Oh, God, the ribbons didn't hold her. Right down on the she's shoulder. Kind of, she's oh, she's dead, right? She's She doesn't know it yet. <laughs> Internal. Oh, she, man. Oh, she falls from the second story for no, like, just head first. Yeah, that one was a good and one. See, I passed on that. <laughs> you did? Yeah, because she landed on mats and she got up and she wasn't even. Passed really on that. That's a pretty good one. Passed on that, but kept the snake. Yeah, the snake. Yeah, that was a good, good battle. <laughs> you got a problem. <laughs> <laughs> you have Your engaged for entertainment is lost. <laughs> All right. Next. All right. Wrestling move. Come on. Come on. 
guy jumping off onto a folding table, and the folding table isn't broken yet, so it doesn't break for him. Yeah. It just breaks if, both his arms. And there's hay bales involved, so yeah. yeah. Oh, this is and a, a DJ light set up. Passed on that one as well. Actually, we're, that was not a good one. That was where Jason Aldean... This is where I need Brett right now to kill something. Mainly you two. I go all kills. One. I like I kills, go. but I like what you're doing when you find stuff. I just yeah. don't like... Your bad ones, are they really fall off the hill. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I look forward to 2024 and 8 morning sickness, guys. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, that'd be pretty great if I... If free subs, you'd be listening to Hitler's morning sickness. <laughs> So, uh, how did you get the name, Mick? Oh, it's a family name. My father and grandfather, years before me. I get free subs for it. John, I try not to judge Brady, but you know he's rocking the mustache for free food. <laughs> Would you? Yeah, there's the other thing. <laughs> you got to grow the stash and be Adolf Hitler for free subs forever. Woo. <laughs> In a second. Don't act like it. You and Ralphie May would be marching around with your arms up. Go get my, I'm going to come out the grave for you, Brady. This is great. Hot garbage. Let's go get some more subs. Hey, uh, Subway, my 20-year uh, stockpile is gone in five years. Sorry, Mr. Hitler. Yeah, I mean, I changed it for nothing. <laughs> all of the 12-inch Zeke Heil. You be on the news all the time. He came by for more subs. He's got to 5,000 already. It's Adolf Hitler, everybody. Come on. You got to announce me every time you'd I come in. A, you'd be a social media trend. People would follow you to capture the subway. <laughs> a little mustache. To- <laughs> it's a cold cut combo. What would you do? Got to dress like Hillary to eat it for free. I'm doing it. <laughs> oh, the does, irony. Does he like the toasted subs? The irony to dress as Hitler to get a discount. <laughs> That'll land later. Yeah. <laughs> it's a joke bomb. Yeah, it's, a, it's one of them grenades. <laughs> It'll show up and you're like, oh, my God, I got it. He's terrible. Yeah. Last name of C-word. Well, I've never seen this before. <laughs> and you want to be our pastor? Free subs. I'd do it. Adam Ray's going to join us in just a little bit. He is here at Stand Up Live downtown. He's going to be part of uh, Alapalicha Palooza if he can make it from his stage to our stage and back. It's right across the hall. He'll be there. He's coming up. We'll have He and I will do a, a Sinead O'Connor tribute. Adam what? can come up and oh. sing. Sinead O'Connor. She was part of the bald list anyway, but now she's dead. Do you have dead. a guitarist with him? She's a two... F- we have one. We got a band already. Yeah. Don't worry about it. What's wrong with you today? Are you paying attention to anything? It's going, eh, it's rain. I mean, it's going to have 20 or 30 of those monsoons by now. No, it's the first one. Meh. That's what you say. I agree. He's been paying that. attention at say. all. <laughs> He's been paying attention to things. Adam Ray joins us in just moments. We'll change his name for subs, too. It's 98. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. Look, everybody, Adam Ray's here. It's always good when Adam Ray's here. Yay. He's stand up live. You <laughs> seem so excited. Well, it's your birthday. <laughs> Yesterday was. But it's your birthday month. It's my birthday. Yeah, it is my Guys birthday month. You need to start celebrating the birthday month like the gals do. Yes. You know how they're always like, it's, you know. The week. We try to the, do week, the week, the month. I've yeah. seen girls that have um, extended it like two or three months, or even the birthday year. Oh, and yeah. they're like, "We're going for, uh, for uh, yeah." I just have been promo? drinking wine cooler since ten a.m. yesterday. <laughs> Holmberg, I've got your real name. 
If a girl <laughs> takes a deep breath in before she burps, you know she's uh, it's a, a good pro. time. Tonight. You know she's a pro. It's a good time. She's yeah. she's putting something somewhere. <laughs> she's getting a DUI. She's er, she's coming from a DUI to get another DUI. Yes, she clears the pipe to make yeah. sure that everything's coming out okay. Yeah. And hopefully she she's coming to my show. Yeah, no, because also she's probably watching her way. She knows how to get rid of things. <laughs> yeah. You know, she knows she knows exactly how to clear that pipe because she's not swallowing everything. It's the old puke and diarrhea weight loss. System. <laughs> That's exactly. It's yeah. the UCLA girl diet. I call it. Yeah. And I was on it for a little while. Just Were so you? I was like, yeah, I used to take uh, X-Lax. And I switched from X-Lax to Lady Dulcolex because uh, one is like a prison break. Yeah. And the other is like a gentle, soothing. That's like, what you want. Like a bath. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the prison break. It feels, like like, feels like you can control Dude, a little bit X-Lax better. is like you're just sitting there going, nothing's happening. Like two in the morning. It's like, Ray, Ray, Ray. Like, the whole body shuts down. The Everything damn leaves. Knock yeah. at the door. It's like, yeah, it's time. It's like, like Bin Laden's running around hiding. It's weird. It's a compound raid. Dolcolex is like, we're ready now. Wow! Oh, I like see. A gentle knock at the door. It varies. You have two minutes. Yeah. It's almost yeah. like when there's the uh, the maid at the hotel, right? Like sometimes they're already in your room as they've knocked. Right? They're already like pulling the sheets off your bed. You know, pushing your yeah. heart on down, you know, and, uh, okay, you guys haven't stayed at a Holiday Inn in Scottsdale. Oh, all right. It's been a while. Yeah, all right. But, so there's that versus, like, the knock, like, several, and they won't even yeah. scream. Yeah. I don't know how you guys uh, handle that. Do you scream back right away, or do you? With the house Come back later. Yeah. Like, do you, like, sometimes yeah. it's so incessant that I, I, like. I don't think I've ever been in a hotel room that I don't have stains. the privacy thing on. Oh, yeah. Or the. Door that says oh, leave me alone. See, I always forget to do that. I at first thing I do. Wow. The leave me alone button. What? Wherever it is, <laughs> I hit it immediately. Same I don't even have my luggage in yet. Am you I, flip it. Stop it. Are you I just come around the corner where the door and she opens the door and I make sure I'm completely la- naked and go, yeah. What's up? Because yeah. Yeah. naked <laughs> I'm naked. Yeah. I'm so sorry, Mr. Hitler. <laughs> He's got free subs. Wait, what about in an Uber? Are you like no conversation? Uh I've done both. I yeah. feel bad hitting that button. Because it's too one on one. Oh yeah, I never. You know what I mean? I never, it's yeah. too. It's too much. Like he's gonna know. I just. I didn't even give him a chance to be a friend or a nice guy. At yeah, all. like zero. Do you do that? Well, no. I. I. I think to a fault, I chum people up too much to where it's like. You know, even when I get—that's why uh, your Uber driver's with you right now. Yes, this is my father-in-law Bill. <laughs> in who fact, also you is my married yeah. his, his daughter, and yeah, this yeah. was just an Uber relationship yeah, that got actually, out of hand. It was very old school. It was almost like the way the the Indian weddings get uh, orchestrated, <laughs> but it was Phoenix's version. Uh, and so, yeah, I had an Uber driver once where I probably this should have been the time where I was like, all right, now the small talk needs to be reeled in. And he was—he saw he was taking me to a comedy club, and he was like, "Oh, you comedian?" Huh? And I was like, "Oh yeah." And he goes, "Oh man, I, you know, I'm a little bit of a comedy writer myself." And I was like, oh, "Damn it, you know, here we go. <laughs> oh, you know, no. I can't get out of this. I got you know 18 minutes till I get to the club." And he goes, uh, "He's like, you mind if I pitch you some of my uh, scripts?" And I was like, I, I, "Yeah." And I looked down. I was like, "Well, we got 18 minutes. I, 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 I kind of am, inter- am interested." And um, you know, and he had a. Uh, he had some sort. Of, he had a, a Jesus air freshener, and then, um, and then like a Jesus like, air freshener. What does that smell like? <laughs> Mint Jesus, right? yeah, yeah, the yeah. scent of it's Jesus. It's a fine uh, fir tree. Yeah, it was like a lavender pine. vanilla. Yeah, and so, and then he had a Rage Against the Machine sticker, and uh, and so I go, "What's your uh, What's the movie that you would make today if you could?" He goes, "Well." I got this film called After Church. I go, what's that about? He goes, well, you know how everybody goes to church, right? And they're all like, man, Jesus Christ, I love that guy. Give me the crackers. Give me the juice. I was like, what church is that? He's like, you know, church. You know, everybody goes and they're all like, man, I'm a goody two-shoe. I'm a good guy. You know, I don't do nothing wrong. You know, but then after church, 
It's all gambling and anal. It's right back to where you're <laughs> It's all gambling and anal. I'm not joking, by the way. You're like, oh, this story sounds a little bit fabricated. <laughs> you not- married this guy's daughter? Yeah. No, yeah. No, this isn't Bill. This is yeah. true no, This is my father-in-law. Yeah, this is a, another guy driving me from North Hollywood to Hollywood. He goes, it's all gambling and anal. And I go, dude, gambling and anal sounds like two beach cops from the 80s in Venice. And, he, and then he just pauses. He goes, yeah, anyway, so uh, and just didn't want any part of me adding on to his movie pitch. So he goes, anyway, so, you know, it's gambling and anal after church, right? So everyone's, like, running around, gambling, doing anal stuff. Yeah. You know, I was like, no, I, I got I got it from the first time <laughs> you said it. Uh, yeah, I don't need anal stuff clear. as, like, an elaboration on, on what that meant. And so then he goes, uh, he goes, so it's all the stuff you do after church, and that's why it's called after church. Yeah. And there was a pause, and I was just like, man, if I had all the funds, I would I would make I would make this movie. I was like, what else you got? He's like, well, I got another movie called Ratatouille 2. And I was like, what's that about? He goes, well, you seen the first one? I go, yeah. He goes, well, now that mouse, he, he left the kitchen, and he's, you know, he's, you know, he's working at like a Best Buy or something like that. I was like, all right. I thought Gambling and anal sounds mouse, way better. I never thought I'd say that. He started cooking. Well, he yeah. left the kitchen. Yeah. Gambling and anal. a bunch of anal. And, yeah. Yeah. Mouse anal, That's man. That's what it should have been. Mouse, mouse anal, anal. Which is the third movie. It's also a band I'm yeah. starting if you want to play harpsichord in it. <laughs> mouse anal is actually a great band great name. Great band name. We wow. go through this all the time. Mouse anal is something. Something anal on a is also a great band name. Something anal. But also right. something... Oh. Like, insert something and then anal is a good... We have a band here in town. I don't know if they became famous, but it was anal C-words. Mm. Like, the actual C-word. Whoa. Yeah, and that That's was... aggressive. But it was... They were in... like a smooth jazz cover band yeah. or what? and uh, ironically, it was, yeah, they were a Kenny G cover, <laughs> yeah, yeah. which was really weird. Because yeah. I saw them all the time. I had shirts. It was great. They wow. They put out merch and stuff. Sometimes the band doesn't have to be great if the name is so good. Yeah. No, there's there's some... Like, like, if U2 was called Me 3, we'd still be like, <laughs> these guys are unbelievable. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, right, maybe, we'll not, maybe, yeah. maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe not. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. anal. Yeah, we do that. Every time we say something stupid, it's a band name. And a guy at the end of the year, a guy who listens, gives us a list of all the times we said it. Wow. So at the end of the year, we get this long You get a whole compilation. Of, oh, here's what you said. Now, that's what I call anal band names, <laughs> 42. Right. And anal is involved in an awful lot, like anal macaroni. and like Oof. I don't remember even how that conversation happened. Yeah. But it was, I'm going to need uh, anything but related to stay away from my macaroni. <laughs> oh, I do remember how that happened. It's because a friend of mine thought it would be fun to introduce sex with his girlfriend uh food with his girl sex with his girlfriend was a good introduction too. that's always good but food to sex with his girlfriend and they started to add treats down there yeah and he would try to like chow down to the core and then go at it and she started getting really sick and they couldn't figure out why and she went to the OBGYN and they found like chunks of banana oh. and macaroni and there was uh. mac and he goes macaroni and everywhere too and i'm like macaroni anal and oh, shells, shells, ah, yeah. shells and cheese <laughs> yeah the craft stuff you're not, you're not going crazy it's so funny i just did this um uh dr phil uh live show at the comedy store and bill burr was the guest and at one point we started talking about you know stuff in the bedroom and and he's like bill's like do you uh he's like do you use uh toys how do you and uh robin uh mcgraw keep it fresh and i was like well you know we'll do this little game where we'll go to bed bath and beyond and play a game called i wonder if that fits we'll be right back bill <laughs> you know he just reminded me of that um that's gonna come out by the way in a couple weeks on my uh youtube page yeah or bill's I, YouTube. your youtube page which i don't follow any social media just because you don't need to but i because i don't need to it's healthier exactly but uh i somebody was showing me you the other day doing auditions for uh movies and oh stuff. yeah yeah yeah. 
I was dying. Okay, like the, good. the bad date one. Oh yeah, <laughs> was killing oh, me because it's just you have the perfect face for yeah. the guy who's just yeah, just trying like too hard. You're, you're yeah, but you a little oblivious. A girl would like, oh, he's attractive, and then you start this like, <laughs> I'm a douchebag, by the way. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. such a perfect. Oh, that great, was yeah. dying laughing. Yeah, anytime I put uh, any auditions on tape because everything's self taped now. There's, I don't haven't yeah. been back into a room for for a hot minute, but um, and well, so they don't do auditions live anymore. Maybe if it's like, you know, you get to the director, uh, you need to meet up and They want to see face to face. And I think a few people are doing it, but still everybody. It's just easier, too. Yeah. Which I, it's a blessing and a curse. I prefer to be live in the room because you can sometimes win a job by being in the room. It's just, you know, and and being able to chum up the director or producers or whatever. Or they might ask you, hey, would you do it like this? Totally. And yeah, and sometimes adjusting on the fly helps. But then also there's times where I'm like, oh, I would love two more takes of that and if yeah. you're doing it on your own you can do that but then also you could over edit or overdo it and it's like i'm trying to get good at being like all right i might have gotten it in that first yeah. one or second one and just leave it alone do you actually send those the ones that i've seen no they, no those those are, those are like comedy things those or some are goofs that i do after so funny and my mom even said to me recently she's like if somebody sees those and sees you because i'm like still trying to you know it's clearly a goof but, yeah, you're serious but, about the job. but if someone oh, sees that and they're right. just like, oh, we can't hire him for you right. know, Road to Perdition 2 because he's, look at this <laughs> bad day for How can you have a second Road to Perdition? Well, what if nobody knew me from anything and then saw those <laughs> fake auditions and thought those were real auditions that I posted? Uh, I, that's At first I was like, I wonder if this is like his way of kind of like lighting the audition process on fire. Totally. Yeah, which is hilarious. But I didn't know if you were actually like, hey, you know what? I'll throw this in there for, you know. Well, you know what's so funny too? It's just with social media, and I, I'm the same way. If I didn't have to use it for... I mean, I've gotten a little bit more, like I just posted a new, I do these mall TV things every now and then. And then my, I guess my consistent content things are these Sean videos with this filter I have yeah. and then posting celebrity plane sightings on the plane where, you know, I very, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, hopefully uh, discreetly am taking pictures of people on the plane that look like certain people. Right. Sometimes it'll be a person that does look like someone yeah. and a true doppelganger. And other times it's like, like there was a guy that looked kind of like Lance Armstrong. So I said, but he had a goatee. So I said, Lance Armstrong's hypnotist brother, Trance Armstrong, because <laughs> he looked just enough like him. <clears throat> and so I post those. And then I do these mall TV ones where it's like, some of these mall stores are so, the titles of them are, are stores you've never heard of or stores that are just funny to, that sound like a show. And yeah. so I'll do these really filthy blue, like, teasers and I'll do the whole teaser and then pan to the store at the end and those get a nice little bump. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds just started following me on Instagram. What? I threw a Hail Mary on first down and messaged him like a two days after. Seen, no response. <laughs> we so, got second down still. That's so, the good thing about the Hail Mary yeah, on first down. Yeah. You can always go, maybe you didn't get it. Oh, I we, we threw a Hail Mary on second down Oh, too. you're throwing no a couple response. more bombs. So now oh, I'm geez. punting on third down. <laughs> yeah, you got to punt. Yeah. RR, if yeah. you're listening, hey man, a it's, simple... Uh, you got to draw a simple play. thumbs up emoji is all I need. Draw play on third down. Go wreck some. Yeah, we got to reset this one. But what's I got, the, I got you real excited. Following you for the videos? Or what do you I don't know. I didn't investigate where it was that he followed from, but it just. I, I what just did got, the hail mary say? Was it too aggressive? My, no, it was something. Of, I think I might have sent a voice note and was just like, "That's too aggressive." Yeah, was it? Yeah. I did that to and the rock too, though. That panned out. Right. Yeah, yeah. See a dick, bro. <laughs> yeah, let me see it. What's up, bro? I did say that. Yeah. Maybe that's why. Well, that why. happens. It's yeah. like, I, I love like, your dick, bro. I was like, dude, something anal. Ba- good band name or not? <laughs> I'm still Hello? Right. You still what there? What have you in it? Oh, there's a one-sided message. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, uh, that's too aggressive, right? I think so. Like, maybe, hey, thanks for following. Love what you do. Uh, that's that felt too generic. Out. Yeah, man. Yeah, reach and out then, if you want to keep this connection going. <laughs> reach out if you love me. Lost him now. <laughs> Prove that it's you. Yeah. Yeah. Prove that it's you. Yeah. Well, that's also the the curse of having access to anybody like that, yeah. right? I mean, I don't know if that's how you know our boy Pete Davidson bagged uh, Kim Kardashian, but 
but it's like she reached out to him. That's right. Yeah, she found him because she because why she oh, was for looking for BDE. Is that that's her words? Wow. She said I was looking for some big dick, and uh, I had heard, and I just met him Good for Pete, and Pete did it. You I'm waiting for him to nail Sophia Vergara that she's free. Like, wow, like that's like if that gonna, happens, oh, it's the end of the world. Like we have no chance at anything anymore. I know she just it's so uh, her and Selma Hayek will post these pictures and. Even like it's J-Lo from time to time when they're like, look at me, I'm 60, but yeah. look, at, look at these breasts. Yeah. And you're like, no problem. Yeah. But also, you know. You're 60. You're 60. But but also 60. But hey, man. when Brad That's and I inter- they hate hearing, yeah. too. When Brad and I interviewed Susan Sarandon uh, for the podcast about, I don't know, seven, eight years ago. And she, uh, you know, very sweet lady yeah. and very in charge still at that age. I think she was like 66. Yeah. And the first thing we walk out, Brad just goes. Man, I'm sorry, but like I was at Sarandon Booby Height, so I couldn't stop looking, and I was like, Sarandon Booby Height, great band name. Uh, but but he uh, he mentioned that, and then I was like, oh yeah, and then I was like, I didn't even. Th-. He was like, oh, you yeah. didn't look. Yeah, I couldn't tell because you're a, you're an agent. I'm a gentleman. You're you know, focused. no, uh-uh, you're it's the focused. other way. You're an agent. You hate old ladies. You didn't, it didn't even cross your mind. That's not true. Might as well have been a man. <laughs> I look at I see the same thing because I always I always laugh because Yahoo is the only place that they, they get away with that all the time. Yeah, Heidi Klum looks great for fifty. Yeah, you can't. They never say that about Emily Ratajkowski. Look at her at thirty three. They never throw an age in when it's supposed they to don't. look good. It's I'm, only when they're like, look how shocking it is a fifty year old still standing barrier. on her own legs. Know, what a bummer. Yeah, guys don't get that, do they? Not really. We like look Tom great. Cruise. They're like, like you know. I, although I would love at some point. Because I was just having this uh, debate with a buddy because he was like, I'm over a cruise. And I'm like, man, you got you to gotta get back really? on the bandwagon. These movies are incredible. This guy, you know, I don't know. There should just basically be because, you know, he's fired a stunt guy uh, because he told him on the last Mission Impossible that the stunts were too dangerous. So clearly he has no regard for his own safety or just uh, maybe he just is a true thrill seeker, adrenaline yeah. junkie. But I, w- I was like, dude, they should just have at the end of every cruise movie, Tom sitting there and he's like, Hi, I'm Tom Cruise, and then uh, and then you pan over, and there's an alien, and they're like, and he's like, and he's like, and Tom's like, and this is my friend Zelfar, and he's my stunt guy, and every movie he tells me, Tom, don't slide down that window, right, Zelfar, and then we're like, all right, not only are we getting an insight into why he is the way he is, a little bit of Scientology, yeah, uh, it, you know, heads he's up. got one of the Thetans with him. I think there's got to be. That could be a thing. Maybe it. It also would help to distract from um, from from all the other stuff that people like to you know throw them under the bus for. I think if you just come out with one of your creatures, it could be. Well, you know, killing his best friend's wife and disappearing the body. Nobody knows. That's a big one. What you know about that, Shelley no. Miscavige? Miscavige. Shelley Miscavige. She's been missing for years. Shelley Miscavige is not a real name. Yeah, what? Oh, yeah. the, the, the leader of the leader Scientology is David Miscavige. His wife's been missing for years. No one knows where or why. And Scientology well, won't they, talk. She's gone to the... They don't admit she's missing. Miscavige. So yeah. let's, let's, let's unscramble the letters It's here. almost miscarriage. She's missing. <laughs> it's almost miscarriage. It's also, also Miss Cage in a cave. Like, let's just <laughs> oh, break Cage it down. Cave is yes, in there. Miscavige. Yeah. Miscavige. You gotta right. do some Nancy Drew work oh here, my fellas. God. <laughs> Have we checked the cage <laughs> in the cave? It. She's missing That's in a right. cage cave. They're telling us without telling us. I, I see what you're doing. Yeah, she's been gone for a while. And then, of course, he doesn't talk to his own daughter because she won't be a Scientologist. So Tom's got Wait, some, wait, wait. So let me... He gets a, he gets a pass for everything. So, so the head That's of his good buddy, yeah, his David good buddy Mis- is David Miscavige, the head of Scientology, and his yeah. wife who started it, and yeah. his wife's been missing. Shelley, wow. So you think the oh, guy man. was probably like they killed her? Wow, sure. Him, him and Tom, Scientology, yeah, 
Yeah. Probably Tom well, was involved. Tom in one of the stunts. Maybe that's why he does the stunts to drop off like She uh, did evidence. the last stunt. Because everybody's just in awe. That was her in the last yeah. stunt. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Whenever it's like, the wig d- did look a little long. <laughs> and it did look a little corpsey jumping out of the plane. That's always bad when you see the stuntmen. It's clearly, like, it's not, not the real bad. person. They it's like a different off race. They the uh, Tom Cruise mask. Yeah. Hey, oh, it's Shelly. It's Shelly Miscavige. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, go totally Scooby-Doo on it. Yeah, yeah, but he's the only one in the world that gets that pass, and I think it's because that's why he does his own stunts, to go, look at this, look at yeah. this, look at this. Don't ask me questions about the other stuff. People, There's some people that just aren't afraid of doing, like, e- even walking around uh, last night, um, my wife Amanda and I were walking out, and it was uh, dinner, and there was a dust storm. Yeah. And, and it was, and the lightning and everything, and it was pretty intense, so we went back inside for a few minutes, and then we walked back out, we was still lightning uh, lightninging? What's yeah, the that's word? Yeah, you nailed that. That's yeah. it. Lightninging. Yeah, okay. And, um, <laughs> Wordsmithing. <laughs> I'm going to take my helmet off. Lightnings. And, uh, li- what is it? Lightnings. Lightnings. Yeah, that's it. They have I, way. There is uh, a, a fearlessness out here for, of Arizonans with uh, dust storms and lightning. Where she, okay. It was coming down pretty hard, and I looked up and I was like, man, I don't know if we should walk home. And she goes, oh, there's enough metal around to, like, block it. And I go, oh, okay, cool. And then I was like, wait, what the? Wait a minute. What are you talking But she said it so confidently and casually that I was like, is that a real thing? Like, is that something you taught her? Yeah. That's something you taught her. Don't worry about it. There's a lot of tall metal yeah, around yeah, here. You're yeah, safe. Yeah. Just don't hold yeah. a one iron. Yeah. Yeah. So my most impressive thing about this story for you is yeah. that you were having dinner somewhere at 11 o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> you guys were just out right. and about enjoying well, dinner, a nice well, we alfresco walk to we, dinner. We went uh, over just to CB Live across the street. Oh, all so right. it was about yeah, it was about eleven. When we so we got back. free meals. It was, well, it was ten thirty when the uh, when the the uh, sand storm started. came rolling. Yeah, yeah, blow around. And uh, I saw two guys. Is, what's the bowling alley next to CB Live? Isn't there a bowling alley? Lucky, lucky, oh, lucky strike. strike. Yeah, like that, and yeah. two of the employees walked out and. Uh, and they start taking video, and I was like, "I was like, oh, is the uh, sandstorm coming?" He goes, "Oh, it never left, bro. It never left." So I don't know if that guy's still working there. Yeah, but hey, man, <laughs> yeah, you guys got some real creatures out here. Yeah. We're working on. Some. I love AZ. AZ is just like it's also when it's this hot. I'm just like, what? Uh, like, and people. I think the big thing now for Arizonans is to get mad at what at people from California moving yeah. to here. But then it's like it's on them. Like they're the ones that are yeah. then hiking up Camelback Mountain and passing out. Totally encouraging. And getting eaten by snakes. <laughs> right. Yeah. Will snakes eat a person? Uh, it depends on the if size they, of the person and how hungry yeah, the snake try. is. I They'll think. give it a yeah. whirl. Would you rather, okay, quick follow up. <laughs> yeah. Would you rather be eaten by a snake or a shark? Shark. Shark. No, hold on. Follow up back. Is it a poisonous snake? No, uh, shark, because you're going to. You'll bleed out first, whereas snake will swallow you. You okay, can still be alive in that this gut. This is garbage. Well, that's you assuming that you're that tasty that the snake exactly. wants to and Brady devour you, that. Brady. Yeah. And let's be honest. Brady's marbling would be impressive. It would be. Like, he would be a good one You've on the You've got some Kobe beef ankles. Oh, <laughs> you, yeah. you, yeah. You definitely. There's... He massages himself to sleep in beer <laughs> every night. have to eat for a while. <laughs> yeah. He's got Japanese handlers that rub beer into his skin at night for tenderness. The, uh, but, okay, so if the snake is poisonous... That's and quick, right? Knocks me out, yeah. and then yeah. eats me. I'm fine. I'd fight a shark just naturally. You'd start fighting back. But you yeah. would, right? Well, I think you'd have to. Like your body would just be like, "Oh no!" I would definitely but- prefer a poisonous snake over a constrictor because that's brutal. Oh yeah, because that the bow constrictor is oh. that just yeah that's like tighten the, you up. It's that's longer. like the, the porn star of the animal kingdom, right? <laughs> yeah, it just could take you in one bite, one swallow, and All it right. just keeps on coming. <laughs> 
That is the voice of the boa constrictor. Hey, baby, what's going on? It's, it's Craig Shoemaker. By the way, it's Craig. I would love. Okay, here we go. Mary F. Kill, Craig Shoemaker, oh Chester God. Cheeto, oh. and uh, the boa constrictor voiced by John Holmberg. We'll be right back. We'll be right back, folks. Don't answer that until yeah. we're back. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I think the boa constrictor would be horrible. Yeah. Horrible. Uh, but I think that being bitten with poisonous fluids would be just equally as bad. But at so. least they, they wait until you're dead. Who? Bite. The snake, most of the time. They bite. Yeah, then you, they, they then watch you suffer. You. Where's nah. the boa? Well, you got to constrict, nah, go through crush the constriction. Me down. I almost slipped and broke my back this morning getting out of the shower, getting into the shower. <laughs> right. So just while we're on the topic of like, you know, quick, uh, quick exits. Quick deaths. I, uh, I was like, wow. I, I like cramered myself like you know when you just catch yourself from like yeah. slipping yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> caught myself dropped the n-bomb and uh no and uh and so the michael richard yeah the michael richard shower uh, slip up yeah and so and so i uh i'm sorry i was like wow this whole weekend was about to be over yeah. in one like if i didn't it's scary and the way that i started to slip i was like i should have gone all the way down and it would have been a like true goofy like, you know, yeah, like the legs come up from under you, you go back, you hit the ground. There's no way to catch it. Your arms go, you know, and the way that Tom Segura fell and like broke his arm yeah. and his leg. Um, but at Copper Blues Live, I do want to give a shout out to the band that was there last night. But there was, but then I want to get your take on this. The lead singer's name, I think was Cameron or Garrett or Gabe or Ronnie or um, you just Tre- Trevin, Trevin, which is like Troy and Kevin combined, which sometimes hot guys will do I like that. Trevin. Yeah, Trevin. And so uh, Trevin's a guy that like, you know, definitely steals your girl like at the bar. But then you're just like, ah, it's, there you go. Yeah. I, I, you know, if, if he would ask me, I would have gone too. <laughs> so and then the drummer's name, he goes, I swear to God, he goes, uh, and maybe you guys know this guy. He goes, I want to give a shout out to my guy on the drums, Creamy Dave. Nope. Don't know Creamy Dave. Creamy Dave. <laughs> There's like nine of us in there at this point, and then it filled up, you know, when the uh, post sandstorm. Creamy Dave's. I'm looking skins. around for anybody being like, <laughs> what? And everyone's just like, yep, that's Creamy Dave. I'm like, don't act like you know who that is. And he was, uh, he ripped it up. But then I'm like, the guy also, I was trying to, you know, decipher, does he like that nickname? Right. Or is the lead singer just being like, that's who you are if you want to play yeah. with me? Yeah. You know, what if it's just like Dave? And what if you told, what if he was like, hey, man, it's. It's, you know, Sweet Guns Dave. Yeah. And he's like, nah, you're Creamy Dave. What if part of the, the deal to be in the band that's is smooth. you got to take a money shot from the lead singer all the time? Well, that's what I'm asking. Creamy yeah. Dave. Also, Creamy Dave, not a great, like, you know, I don't know. And then immediately it starts to make me. And he you know, leads with it? Exactly. I'm like, well, what do you, where, did, where does the name derive from? Are you yeah. like a big, like, cream of mushroom soup guy? <laughs> <laughs> or are that's you. It. Yeah, that's Definitely. it. Okay, let's just that's leave it, it at that. No, that's, that's it. it. I, I want chicken. to know your, or are you? If you led with the cream of mushroom, where does it go from there? I don't know. I mean, yeah. Creamsicles? <laughs> creamsicles. You could be in this hot weather. He's a big creamy Dave. Isn't there a band cream named Cream? Cheese? That's classic cream Philadelphia Dave. cream cheese. Yeah, yeah, that could be. He's a big schmear guy. He's, He's a big schmear guy. Pap or, uh, Pap or otherwise. Pap or otherwise. Wouldn't you be like. I love creams. Happy, Pappy Dave. Maybe Pappy that would Dave. be. Yeah, Pappy Dave would be different. And then let people decide later and they're like, he was creamy Dave, yeah. but then they were like, that's too on the nose. Right. He used to be an old timey Kentucky grandfather with a corncob pipe. And then we called him Pappy Dave. And then we found out the real joke was he just performed Pap smears at the Best Western. <laughs> <laughs> would you have a line on the band on base, pussy pee? Yeah. <laughs> would you not serve somebody at a hotel continental breakfast if they were like, if they had like somebody that was back there serving up the sausage links and the egg McMuffins and they were like <laughs> buttering people's toasts and bagels 
And if uh, if the guy was like, sir, do you want cream cheese on your toast? He goes, yeah, just pap smear it on there. <laughs> would you not serve the guy and ask him to leave? Or would you just spread away? That's a I would give him one. extra. I'd yeah, give him I'd extra. Give yeah. like, you know what? Like, you that's know a what? funny it's 8 a.m. joke. Yeah, it's yeah. A good, yeah, first thing in the morning, if you're bringing up pap smears and I don't see them coming, <laughs> yeah. literally, and very rarely I do. <laughs> I'd like that. I'll take an everything bagel with a passion yeah. here. Oh, Adam Ray's at Stand Up Live uh, this weekend. If you want to go tonight, tomorrow, Saturday, and Sunday, that's a weekend, John. And yeah. uh, StandUpLive.com is where you go to get tickets. And you're going to come up, hopefully, and try to goof around at Alapalicia Palooza. Alapalicia Palooza. That's what we're calling it. What it's is- a celebration of bald performers. Oh, yeah. For my birthday party tomorrow at Copper Blues. Oh, yeah. We'll be there. You are. And we, I want you Wait, to come up. You want to do Sinead O'Connor with me? Wow. A big tribute. She was on the list anyway, and now was she's she re- dead, so yeah. it's perfect. Nothing compares? Yeah, of course. What, what else, else are we going to do? What else does she have? Nothing. Is she, was she like, she was more popular than Chumbawamba. Yeah, because Ireland took to her. Gotcha. So like she got like international fame, so she'd show up at stuff like a big deal, because she had big deal status everywhere but here. Chumbawamba but what other hits? wasn't blackballed either. She didn't have any other hits. By the way, my uh, feature this weekend, Nikki Paris, hilarious, he uh, um, has a, a shaved uh, head he looks in a beard so Shinde didn't have that but um not with that attitude but she uh but Nikki posts a picture of of her with like the you know the 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 year stamp and just a video of him in front of it and one yeah. of the things where he kind of green screens himself in the picture and he goes please stop tagging me in this because he looks exactly it's very funny but also RIP but um yeah I'll be there I will but sing also whatever you want RIP. Um, <laughs> the worst eulogy ever yeah. but also RIP we do miss her but Knock off the first thing, but also that's, that's how funny it's going to be. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's how it's going to. That's be. how it's going to be. By the way, Bob Barker's still alive. He is not. Yeah. See, isn't that great? He's not. Yeah. I just started doing a bit about the Price Is Right, and uh, a friend of mine went on there in a wheelchair. They gave her a treadmill as a prize. True story. You should laugh. She laughed too. She rolled with it, or she went with it. But she, uh, they gave her a treadmill, and I was like, dude, you got to come up with something better, like a prize audible. Right. I don't care how many Nordic track sponsors you got. Yeah. Someone's got to change it. Up. Somebody's got to recognize, like something like an iPod or a, or a, or a, you know darts or just yeah. like somebody be like, I'll wheel her to the park and eat her out. Like something that's something that's not that. Bob what Barker I, yeah. would have to do that. But so then I spare, maybe he could spare. Neuter her. But so at one point I go, I go, uh, I go, Drew Carey's doing a fine job, but Barker, uh, yeah. you know, RIP was the goat. Yeah. People start clapping. I go, he's not dead, by the way, but isn't that crazy <laughs> that nobody knows that? I he's living know. as a dead guy right now. He truly, it's like one of those, wasn't there a movie, a Sandler Spade, like called The Do Over? Where like Spade, I think they they thought he died on a boat accident, and then Sandler was like, This is great, you have a new lease on life. I'm almost that. positive. Yeah. Um uh but uh Maybe it's but Vince crazy. Vaughn. He's not yeah, he's ninety nine though. Is Parker. that true? Yeah. He's still alive? Yeah. I question that. That's crazy. Can I look? Think about yeah. I have to do the Please. rude thing and actually look because I thought Bob Barker passed away a while ago. Me too. Everybody did. He's one of there's Me too. I think there's <laughs> a handful. <laughs> I think that's why he's hiding. He might have gotten Bob Barker. I think he, he was going do up to the, any interviews hardly. You well, know, I think he didn't get me too'd, but he got he's, into a little bit of heat with the Barker. He's still movies. alive. Because I think he was like, hey, after the right. show, I'll give you a showcase showdown if you want to play Plinko in my, you know, Escalade. I don't know. He said something that they didn't like. <laughs> and uh, Yeah, in my Escalade. He had some, uh, a couple of the models uh, yeah, try to put stuff out yeah. on him and stuff. Yeah. So, so what did you, he, he got a little handsy. Did your friend, uh, we got to take a break, but I don't want yeah. to. Did, did, uh, uh, did your friend keep the wheel or the uh, treadmill? Um, I, no, and just ride it? So- Wee! Put me back. Wee! Put me back. We'll be right back. <laughs> what did she do? I don't that? know what she did. I should ask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sold it. Safety net in the back? Yeah. I mean, how do you it not? It takes years to get the prizes, apparently. Oh, like, it does? Oh, yeah. Years? Like, yeah. I mean, it's... Because, well, a lot of them have to pl- 
pay that prize tax. You yeah. Gotta, you got to write them a check to oh, get yeah. your prize. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Buddy of mine went on there once. Well, you know, I went to a taping. We sh- I'll save the story for when, I, when we come back. But I went to a taping my sophomore year of college of The Price is we'll Right. We'll be right back. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great story. I rushed the stage. Adam Ray. I rushed the stage. Adam I was Ray on a weed brownie and six shots of Jaeger. Adam Ray was on the uh, on the prices right, sort of. Uh, we'll talk about that yeah. with Adam next. He's at Stand Up Live this weekend. Adam Ray's with us all morning. It's ninety eight. Holmberg's morning sickness. Disgusting. They smell. They're sticky. They say things that are horrible. Adam Ray is here. He's at Stand yeah. Up Live this week. Yeah, you confirmed. <laughs> he's he's got about, uh, he got about four minutes. minutes. Got Wait, four minutes. Real got quick, it. I want to. I so I wrote something down in the middle of the night. Okay. I don't know if you guys ever do this for the show or just jokes or whatever or yeah. um or or fun band names. But uh, I woke up in the middle of the night and I had like a really bad dream. Okay, it was like not a nightmare, just like a bad dream. And I woke up and I was so like it was about probably thirty minutes before I had to get up and I was like, man, what an awful, what just a crap. Like, my brain just let me down. So I wrote down, and this is half asleep, too. I go, slept bad. Ever have your dreams struggle for content? And then I put poopy dreams. I go, like, it wasn't like, you know, sometimes you fly from your childhood home to a private yacht party, have a great conversation with Tony Robbins about how he helps people, and then you go down on Katy Perry. No, it was me at Best Buy getting printer ink. I don't know. Anyway, if you're wondering what goes through a comedian's brain... In the middle of the night, that was. Um, but I truly did wait, wake up with like just my dreams were so. It's like they're your dreams. Yeah. You can conjure up anything, and I literally, I, I remember, I think I, we, I got like I was eating a sandwich somewhere, and I was like, man, that's like my fat kid coming back to haunt me. <laughs> He's just dying for a sandwich. I remember one time as uh, at my probably biggest as a kid, I woke up chewing on my pillow, and <laughs> and I woke up and I. And my mom, like, uh, when she was coming in later to, to wake me up, and she was like, why is it sopping wet? And I didn't want to be like, I had a wet dream because, yeah. you know, I didn't. Yeah, you don't want to tell your mom. I didn't want to tell her that. And um, and I was like, oh, I, was, I thought I was eating a hamburger. And she was did like, oh, I'm calling Jenny Craig. Did no. you have uh, – I like that your dreams are on the writer's strike, too. That's kind of, <laughs> 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 there's absolutely That's nothing That's so happening. funny. Yeah. The uh, Brady uh, – did you have, like, a teddy bear or anything as uh, a kid? I had, yeah, I had a te- teddy um, – I had a lot of stuffed animals and yeah. some like some Muppet puppets. I was bi- you know big into the Muppets, and so yeah. I had a lot of those guys floating around. I had same. Brady had what was called we've, we was named Puffy the piss pillow because Brady wet the bed. You wet the bed and yeah. kept, so my voodoo doll worked. <laughs> <laughs> I had a Brady voodoo doll from ninety two to ninety eight, and the pillow uh, was going on vacation and stuff with the family. Like Brady, Brady had you were bringing like, the piss pillow. It, yeah, oh, it was Puffy his. Was, it was Teddy. It, it was, was his woman. guy. Wow. He cuddled up. So it didn't matter that he was doused in urine. You were like, this guy's no. a part of the family. It was because like it, it was he doused saved. in urine, That's and right. much like uh, like you he say, allowed was, me to sleep. Because now he does it to his wife. He pisses on her and cuddles up. It's just oh, impressive. God. Did the answer me this uh, truthfully? Yeah. Did the smell of piss like some? Was it like a white noise machine for your nose? <laughs> No, because, it, well, my mom would wash it. So, you know, it's like yeah. every day. But She'd I wash it every have, day. Had just to. about, yeah. Wow. Because if I had wet the bed, you know, you put Puffy on the spot so well, you could sleep because you weren't getting out of the. And I'm going to play Captain Positive here. At least it wasn't, you know, Puffy the, the poo pillow. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Be, like, yeah. if that we're talking pee or poo. Yeah. I would have been going through a lot of pillows. Yeah. I would have, I mean, the My Pillow guy would have been around yeah. years ago for, <laughs> if, if that was happening. Yeah, you don't want Shifty the sh- pillow out there. <laughs> It's not really going to be your kid's toy. Not the same. Yeah, because oh. a kid, you can't cuss as a kid. But Puffy the Piss Pillow is one of my favorite That's... Brady stories. And here's the reason why it's really a favorite. He kind of did it in the middle of telling you about it. 
uh, it, he'd piss the bed and then go, I'm not getting up. And he'd put the <laughs> pillow over the thing to sleep. So Puffy the piss wow. was the buffer between sleeping and wow. pissing out. Puffy, you take the... You how, much, the how much piss we talking, by the way? Like a Gatorade <laughs> Zero? Know, about whatever a, uh, a nine-year-old could... An Arctic blast. Don't look at me like I know the you exact. Know, like he's come, like, you know how much nine year olds pissed, right? I'm like, no, I so don't. So I'm saying, okay, Jared. like a gallon of Sunny D. <laughs> a gallon of Sunny D. Good Everybody lord. Everybody knows the volume of uh, nine year olds piss. Oh, I mean, come yeah. on, so it's two minutes, You're and then we get the to have the fun. Bottle. Yeah. Wow. All yeah. right. Well, it's it's nice yeah. to have memories. I was yeah, on the top right. bunk for a while too. My brother's like, that's it. Oh, After yeah. being in the rainforest one time, he's just... yeah the Amazon every yeah, night. Home. Yeah, just yep. dripping. Good God, it was it just pouring over <laughs> the edge. Oh, it was like a Vietnamese was that a little, prisoner. Puffy the piss pillow sound effect. Oh wow! Yeah. I was always so envious of the people that could do that. <laughs> do the yeah. mouth there was a girl named Jill Warren in my sixth grade class. Shout out Jill Warren. She uh, <laughs> I think now she works at Chipotle, but she she uh, in sixth grade when I, again when I was still a chubby kid and I had eaten my lunch in the morning and Your my and uh, and she had uh, saltine crackers and I was like man and I was like staring at him just salivating. She's like, do you want these crackers? She had fangs too, and she's like, do you want these crackers, you little awesome. fat boy? And I was like, yeah, I would love those. <laughs> And she gives them to me, and I start munching on them, and then she just starts giggling. And it's during silent reading, so people are trying to contain their enthusiasm right. for any moment. And she's just like, <laughs> just laughing. <laughs> All the fangs are popping out. And I go, what's so funny? She goes, my brother farted on those crackers. Oh. And I oh. just like kept chewing. I was like, so you think that's going to stop me and my appetite? You're messing around with the wrong fat boy. <laughs> the worst thing yeah. in the world is a fat kid looking at you going, I eat ass. <laughs> I ordered salmon at the breakfast line this morning. You Listen, think I'm going to fart crackers is going to stop me? <laughs> <laughs> I brought I brought a uh, some Kobe beef sliders. Now, yeah. quickly tell the story of storming the stage at uh, Price is Right. Oh man, there's no quick way to tell. All right, us. no, it's Should up to you. It for... You either go to Channel Ten or you don't. Am I? Aren't I going to come back? Possibly. Yeah, tomorrow. But we will get a lot yeah, to do. We're not okay. here all day. There's yeah. no, there's no you price don't get to dictate story. all the time. How about this? Come to the shows and hear the real story. You got it on stage Boom. tonight. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Sell. I love you guys. That's it. Adam Ray's at Stand Up Live tonight, tomorrow, Saturday, and Sunday. He's here for my birthday boy week. That's the way it works. Standuplive.com. That's where you go see uh, Adam and have fun, and you'll be part of Alopecia Palooza. I can't wait, man. I can't wait. Get your bald cap. It'll work out perfect. Yeah, I'll shave my head. Adam Ray, everybody. It's 98 KUPD. Shave it. It's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. UPD. Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. 98 yeah, it's running through my mind. No one is. We have to check YouTube. No one's ever done Chris Kid Rock. I'm gonna look for. Oh, it's a butt. A bag, a bag, dig it, dig it. <laughs> Up, jump the boogie. It's running through my head. It's just you can't do it fast enough. It's for the love. It's for the hate. Bob with the butt. Somebody had to have done this. I'm looking for it's it. It's a 30 year old thing. No, 25. If you know not, what? You're on it. Yeah, no, I have to <laughs> I have to I have to massage that out. I don't know why that popped in my head now. I hate butt like everybody hate butt like. Tell that spot <laughs> You know what I realized yesterday? Timing, weird time speaking of 1998. That was the first year I got uh, on a morning show. I was the producer of the Jim and Stephanie show for about 5 months and then Jim quit and I took his job. I didn't take it. They're just like fill in, stupid. And we did really good, which was surprising. But in 1998, in August, I got the job in mornings in radio. And I haven't looked back. Anyway, besides that, I realized my dad 
turned 51 that week. I turned 51 yesterday. Wow. Oh, man. That f- me up. Because now he's 76, and in a blink of an eye, and I'm like, geez, that was fast. My dad was me today when I started, like, actually a career. Isn't that weird? Back when you were still going to Fiesta Mall, and now you're seeing it getting <laughs> torn <laughs> right, down. Right. I was, oh, my God, Brett, don't add to it. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, isn't that weird? That's a weird little... I, I got to stop doing this. You told this. your 51-year-old dad at a Diamondbacks game, I know that guy. That was 1998. My, 50, <laughs> my dad, my age, me dad, me Dan, and his son, 25-year-old, 26-year-old me, walking around looking at 48-year-old you at the time, I'm guessing. I don't know. How old were you in 1998? You were born in the 30s, right? So <laughs> walking by Brady, the mascot for the Diamondbacks. I work with that guy. I work with him. And then Brady walks over and goes, hi, fan. My dad says, I don't think you know that guy at all. <laughs> walks right by me. Yeah, like, big time wow. by the I mascot. Got, <laughs> I got Stanislavski. The guy's a method mascot. Psst, your yeah. son's gay. <laughs> I have sex with your son regularly. <laughs> Not against his will either. It's for pleasure. I know. He likes him thick. He likes him thick and hairy. <laughs> Being mauled by a bear, this guy. Uh, before we get to the entertainment drill, a news story just came across that you won't have yet that I find hysterical. And I realize my brain doesn't work right uh, because the headline said inspired by Gandhi, which automatically means it's either racist or food. Is it the last time that was said. inspired by Gandhi? Couple goes on hunger strike over. I'll give you two guesses. Neighborhood problem. They're going to, uh, on a hunger strike. OK. Inspired by Gandhi because this activity is happening in their neighborhood. Two guesses. You get one and Brett gets one. Um, Anybody can fire off. Where's this at? It is in uh, uh, British Columbia, Canada. Okay. Hmm. Over uh, totem poles. Totem in poles. Front yard. Yeah, too many totem poles. The Indians are mad at this. All right, go ahead. <laughs> uh, I was going to say Tim Horton Donuts. Tim Horton but, Donuts uh, is incorrect. Uh, pickleball court. Oh. They're going to starve themselves to death if they don't close the pickleball courts behind their house because the noise is it's making so loud. Them, they're having uh, auditory hallucinations, heart flutters, insomnia since they started to play right behind them. But Dewari said, my life has completely changed. So on the pickleball fence, they've got a sign that says, hunger strike against harassment and discrimination. Pickleball causes hypertension, insomnia, heart disease, anxiety, and other physical and mental health issues. This would make me play pickleball at that facility to see if we can kill them. Oh, I'd, I'd be drinking Wilderness would, Athlete to stay out there 24 hours a day. Give me the record for the longest round of pickleball ever. I'd be lobbing Snickers over that wall. Oh, you just do it. Please to go home. We are very hungry. Why don't you? Do you have no humanity? I thought you were Canadians. Relax, Patel. Yeah. We're still playing hey, over Patel, here. Patel, it's five to five. <laughs> Got to win by two. Please do go home. It's the pickling in the morning, please. Oh, it's not bad. I don't do my own. And that's the decision. At the pickleball facility, I'd have a tikka masala night. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just stuff. It's bringing. <gasps> oh, it smells so delightful. <laughs> Curries. <laughs> I haven't eaten in 12 pickleball games. It would be wonderful to taste your tikka masala. Jump on the submersible and get the hell out of here, yeah. is what I'd tell him. <laughs> you're out. <laughs> I built you a little boat. <laughs> 
I find it hysterical that they're only actually, well, we should do something about this pickleball. Don't you agree, Deswana? I do, but what do you think it would do that would be effective? Do as Gandhi does. We could just not eat for a few days. And all you're going to do is get assholes like me to go, let's play some more pickleball and see how, <laughs> let's see how skinny we can make Dahwani. Let's go for the Guinness <laughs> record of most pickleball played. Here's what we're going to do. I'm going to bring a cot. We're going to have six guys, right? We're just going to take take uh, you know turns. You, you sleep for 35 minutes and we'll play some pickleball. We'll get naps in. We'll do this. This is never going to end. And we're going to light our cars up against the court so when the lights go out naturally at the park, we'll have our own lights. Please do go home now. All it might take is just to invite them to play. Have they ever played it? Maybe that. Yeah, once you play, you're kind of hooked, right? (laughs) I should have eaten and played this wonderful game. A-boonk, a-boonk, they won't stop. Ironically, the one rule in pickleball is don't go in the kitchen. And they're doing that same thing. Well, it's a tough game for me. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, stay out of the kitchen. You can't play pickleball. Gandhi inspired them to not eat anymore until uh, rich white people stopped playing pickleball. Please go home now. If you've ever heard a big pickleball court it, and you live by it, it would drive you insane. It, You're talking about some of those retirement My dad lives right down the block. He's got one. Oh. Yeah, and... Well, luckily, it, it, you know, his uh, all the stuff, like his family room and stuff is in the back of the house, so he doesn't hear it. But if you go out in the garage and during nice weather, oh, you can hear it all day long. It, it's it's it's. They awful. converted the tennis courts over because there weren't as many people playing tennis. You know, there, all so. of Arizona Mills now is pretty much pickleball. Indoor. Yeah. <laughs> it's, they changed like a ton of those open stores into just pickleball. And it's like. Take your life in your own hands going over there. It, well, there's that. <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's also that. It's that. You'll get killed at Arizona right. Mills. But anyway, I just I thought it was hysterical, a wildly poor idea. Because if it was for like political issues or whatever, you can see, wow, hunger strike, how meaningful. But just to stop people from playing pickleball, we'll drag dicks like me and Brett <laughs> over there and get your pickleball. It's the only time I've ever wanted to play. And just chowing down on Italian chicken sandwiches from Burger King, anything that shows up. Oh, they're eating and playing pickleball. They're ultra dick faces. <laughs> what are you doing? Just pickleballing away. Don't you have jobs? Yep. To see how skinny we can make you, Dot Wani. That is not my name. I am hungry. Uh, it's time now for the entertainment drill. It's brought to you by our friends at reactdefense.com, the home of tactical black self-defense training. And, uh, again, seminars like crazy coming up. Uh, you got to check out their website to see what's going. they got the active shooter seminar in August. The one I'm very much looking forward to, and I've just gotten a little taste of it, was the one they were guinea-pigging me around with on, uh, uh, was that Monday, which I couldn't get enough of. It was just uh, a concealed carry reaction. There's a, I think it's called OODA loop. I don't, I always say it wrong, but that's the system that you use and they'll teach it to you. Trust me. You can Google that too, but it's a military thing. And, uh, it's a pretty awesome because you start to realize that uh, just because you're a concealed carry guy doesn't mean you've got the world by the ass. You have to make decisions and find out whether or not what you just did is justifiable or not. We always talk about the cops. Was it a justified shooting? What about you, concealed carry guy, when you stumble across something like that? Did I tell you the story about the ants yesterday? No. The one with the uh, relatives or the creatures. It's a real story about uh, uh, it's legal. I didn't know this. I might, I might have said this yesterday, but I'll say it again. It's worth it. It's legal if you're a concealed carry person if you're witnessing child molestation to fire, right? If you're seeing something terrible, uh, and, and I don't remember where this was, but uh, 
is a old man had a little girl's pants down, and he's touching her, and somebody says stop, and he I don't know if you could hear or not, but he shoots him, and it was his granddaughter. She had sat in an ant pile. And she took her and own he's stuff. Brushing off and off the he's ants. getting it all off there. It's like all over her jennies and stuff. Shoots the old man. You're going to jail. Yeah. So you have to react and understand the situation. You have to know what you're doing. And, and you know, sometimes you're just like, what, did I, what have I done? And sometimes you're like, I should have done more. So concealed carry guys that walk around going, I'm covered, I'm covered. There's a lot you probably don't know. And they don't teach you that in concealed carry classes. Mm-hmm. A lot of that's just the basis. So it's a, a ton of scenarios that have actually occurred that they go through. And it's amazing. And it was, a, I think it was an attorney that told me that story. It was just an amazing thing when you start seeing like all these people that and there's a lot of people out there with guns on them you don't even know uh, and hopefully the people with guns are good guys and know what they're doing but you can learn more about it if you head on up to reactdefense.com tons of concealed carry work tons of that up there if you're interested in it they'll get real deep in it because they'll go one on one with you they got classes they got one on ones they want you up there good solid citizens looking for new ways to get in shape and learn about how to be better themselves uh, it's reactdefense.com. The home of tactical Black Brady Entertainment. Sinead O'Connell, uh, O'Connor died, um, and that's been the big news last day. <laughs> that's right. Pretty much. <laughs> but we talked about the one time that, uh, you know, you said it earlier this morning when she was kind of blackballed because she ripped the... The Pope? Yeah. Pope John Paul yeah. II on uh, Saturday Night Live. Yeah. But I forgot um, the same year that uh, Nothing Compares came out. Yeah. Nothing Compares to You, mm-hmm. 1990. That same year, um, she refused to appear on an episode of Saturday Night Live because Andrew Dice yeah. Clay was hosting. Her and Nora Dunn both uh, boycotted the show. Forgot about And then the following summer, she wouldn't allow a New Jersey concert venue to play the national anthem before her shows, after which Frank Sinatra threatened to kick her in the ass. Good. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Well, that's, right, what, well, that's the great moment where Phil Hartman, as Frank Sinatra, yeah. called her Uncle Fester. That's about enough out of you, Uncle Fester. You know, I just I, then in '91 she joined uh, Public Enemy in boycotting the Grammys. Yeah, to protest the Gulf War. She's Irish. She came out of the political. She was one of those. Then it was 1992 when the the, the big one happened on the SNL. Yeah, Bob Marley song "War" was yeah. the song that she was covering. I just don't get it. Like listening to you and Adam talk earlier, it's like I can't name another song she did other than "Nothing Compares to You." I mean, I, and everybody's making such a huge deal about it, but I can't. She's famous for a cover song. She's famous for a, She's a cover alien song. ant farm. <laughs> <laughs> she is. Maybe on second thought, maybe Brett doing the eulogy was a bad <laughs> yeah. idea. She is. Hey, what are we here cover. for? Celebrating this chick in a box. <laughs> She's alien ant farm. Mm-hmm. The Ir- Irish president, Michael Higgins, said uh, she's one of our greatest and most gifted composers, <laughs> songwriters, and performers of recent decades. Ireland. They love her in Ireland. Yeah. Conor McGregor was lost. But remember, she also came out in the news as a Muslim and then started talking about how much she loves it in the ass. This was about 15 years ago. Oh. Yeah, she called it the difficult brown. <laughs> There's two things I like in the world. Political strife and taking one deep in my beehole. I love the difficult brown. Sometimes it's not so easy. There's a band name, too. Difficult brown. Yeah, I like great that. Great band. <laughs> There's the, nothing you can do about it, Brett. Brett, come over here for a second. Why don't you take a look at this? Slide it in there, you big greasy Italian. It's my difficult brown. And that type of stuff that you named off is why I got emails this morning when I mentioned that she had passed away from several people, surprisingly, that said, one, uh, or good, one less Muslim. I'm like, wow, there's still like people who are, yikes. I didn't see her as a Muslim as much as I did just the person who uh, 
Yeah, as Alien Ant Farmer. <laughs> well, it's interesting after the SNL the ripping up the Pope the picture. Ataris. Madonna called it inappropriate. Madonna did yeah. at the time. At the time. You could rip up a picture of the Pope on Saturday Night Live now and you'd get celebrated. And it wasn't like we were a super puritanical religious country then. But we were going through a major like shift at that point. That was the, you know... You just that was the language time. police no one would ever do that. That was still was like this is something that you don't do. You just don't well because we didn't talk that way. Yeah. Religion and stuff like you just kind of left it alone. But again, uh, Ireland has been that way forever with the Protestants and the Catholics and the, yeah, they're, you know, they're bouncing off each other like crazy up in that region, blowing each other up over stuff. That ripping up a picture of the Pope, big whoop for them, burning the flag. Yeah, at least my Cordoba didn't blow up. <laughs> Things have changed. A little bit. And one thing that's changed, Brady, is that there's no more driving into that back door of mine. <laughs> the difficult brown is closed. It's been seven brown. hours and 15 days since you pounded my difficult brown. Of course, uh, your guy Morrissey went off on people for praising Sinead O'Connor. When they didn't have the guts to support her when she was alive and... Yeah. It ruined her career. Her behavior did, though. Yeah. Like, it wasn't it, like yeah. it was that one particular event. I mean, there's a series of things. That, that was you start, the big one. Yeah, but yeah. you... Uh, Here in the States, at least. Start protesting some stuff. Well, I the, think... It makes it tougher sometimes. For, you have, like Brett said, you've got a cover song that's a smash hit. And I mean, that song oh, was huge. huge. Yeah. Smash hit. You need an album of those before you can start ripping up religious figures. I don't think she was in a position like she. It was almost like ah, I'm super now. Like it was almost an ego thing for her from the perspective of the people who got mad at her. And some people would she say, wasn't big you enough. Know, yeah. She didn't have the cachet well, to do that kind of stuff. At least here, because she had one song. It's like it's not even yours. Right. It's like this Jason Aldean thing. Everybody's going. He didn't even write the song, so it's almost phony. Bad. I had to talk with my buddy Danny. Who likes country music, and I, I hold it against him because it does slow him down a little bit uh, mentally. Yeah. But uh, Danny's been through a lot, so I understand he's trying to get his brain back in order. It's almost like people have had a stroke; they have to introduce themselves to rudimentary things. To and Danny likes country music, and I don't. You know, it's bad. But he said, "What's your take on the Jason Aldean thing?" And I said, "I think he's a phony tough guy. Like, that's the one thing I'm getting out of this is just fake tough guy. He didn't write the song. He intentionally tries to. St- it's just that. In- that's why I don't like country music. It's inauthentic." crap it's the reason rock music kind of stinks in certain areas is you dress the part you look the part and then you just posers you're posing and i don't think jason aldean means and i don't think he knows what he's doing i think he's being you know and that i'll stand in front of this building that's known for one thing and tough guy my weight that's a small town mentality it's like you didn't write this song you, these aren't your beliefs you're a hallmark card you're just you're signing your name on something you didn't write and i just don't get it but it's the same kind of false crap that gets attention and that's what I think Sinead was doing. Do you think it was false? Or you think it was, well, she didn't I think write she, the know, song. She obviously wanted to use her platform to be able to But her platform try to was this big. And, and yeah. it was almost like she was saying, I'm Michael Jackson. I'm, I'm at the, I have this one huge song. I can do whatever I want. And it's like, wait a second. We like the song, but we don't know you well enough for this yet. She, she, you know, she had her two-year period where she was doing the... right. It would have been like Kylie Minogue started telling us, you know, what religion is best. It's like, shut yeah. up, Kylie. You, you did a cover song. 
She should have gave Prince some more difficult brown and write her yeah. some more songs. That's what she needed because... We're running a little dry over here, Prince. How about uh, give you up the difficult brown over the weekend and uh, you write me a new tune. You got it. <laughs> oh, I got Prince in my difficult brown. <laughs> okay, now write a tune for me. I'd like to have breakfast with Prince. Boy, yeah. <laughs> little red Corvette would have changed if you gave that to her. Some people would be movie style. <laughs> Should have did that. Brad Perry had breakfast with Prince. <laughs> At uh, Taylor Swift's Google it. recent Kansas City show, <laughs> Travis Kelsey uh, feels a little butt hurt. Why? Because he uh, tried to give her a friendship bracelet with his phone number on it. Oh. But she doesn't talk to people before or after shows. All right. I wouldn't so, talk to him either. He's a, He's a new Gronk. Don't worry, I, Travis. But Travis Kelsey, I like him more than I like Gronk. Gronk was dumb. Travis seems you like... Think, tra- you don't think Travis is? I look at Travis as somebody I wouldn't mind hanging out with. Gronk would oh. be just dead stare, empty-eyed, vapid idiot. I'm like, I can't tolerate this guy for but five more minutes. But you have to minutes. get a- around the douchiness. Just that, bro, bro. No, see, that's yeah. Gronk to me. Gronk's oh, the bro guy. Yeah. See on those I think they both would be fun. Just for not, it's Maybe. not like hanging out all the time. George but. Kittle's the dude I want to hang out with. The Niners tight end. Of tight end yeah. douchebags, it's Kittle, Travis Kelsey, and Gronk's way down the list. I can't. I, I can't look at him. He's just. He just looks. He just looks like the ultimate frat bro. I'd hang out with Aaron Hernandez before I'd hang out with Gronk. <laughs> In 2012, an analysis of nearly half a million songs between 1955 and 2010 showed that the diversity of note combinations had consist- consistently diminished over that time period. What was the time period? 1955 to 2010. Okay. At the same time, radio stations are repeating themselves more than ever. The Atlantic noted in 2014, top 40 stations played the 10 biggest songs twice as much as they did in the previous decade. And that goes hand in hand with the fact that since uh, attention spans have dropped to nothing, we've had to adapt in the world of entertainment to more repetitive stuff. If the music you- industry has become more data-driven than ever before, which means there's more emphasis, emphasis on replicating what's already proven to work out in, a, in this environment. So you ever watch- what they're saying is the pop music, yeah. the note variations do not no. deviate too much. They think you're they're dumb. tighter than ever. Everybody knows that society's gotten a little... You know how... Look no further than the Dr. Phil show for how... Uh, entertainment professionals think what, what, what they think of the public. Dr. Phil goes from one segment to a commercial and back to the next segment. The first two minutes of the next segment, recapping the last segment. They assume you've been gone for four minutes. You, you forgot. probably forgot almost yeah. everything we've done. So let's recap every break. Those home improvement shows, they go to commercial, they come back and recap the last two minutes. Of, you've only been gone for a couple minutes. Strung out documentaries. Oh my God! They cont- date one. Repeat it. The they repeat what you missed after, and that's how that's what they think of you. That's research. That's not a technique. That's research to basically say they're too stupid to follow along. Take a commercial break. Recap what we've done four minutes ago. They can't follow. They're stupid, and they're not wrong. And music's done the same thing. Repetitive wins almost always. Everybody bitches. Oh, radio plays the same stuff over and over. It wins. We had a piece of jewelry earn the title "Most Valuable Hip Hop Artifact Ever Sold at Auction." Oh my! Hmm. Flavor Flav's clock. 
Uh, it sold for a little over a million dollars. Death Row Chain? No way. Well, like if it was Tupac's or something. There you go. It was Tupac's oh, death. Oh, nice. It's a Tupac's crown, crown ring that he wore. Oh, okay. All right. Dead guy. For a million bucks. Is that really a hip-hop artifact, or is it just the ring off a dead guy? Because would you consider Elvis's uh, ring a rock and roll artifact, or is it just Elvis's ring because he's dead? I don't know. Because a hip-hop artifact, I'd rather have something like Flavor Flav's clock that represents hip-hop, not slain guy. It's an artifact. Big roll chains that run the MC used to wear. It's a hip-hop. He's very biblical. He just pounded his staff. Hey. It's an artifact. It is written. It is done. Stop asking so many goddamn questions. You're making sense. It's true, though. If he was still alive, would it be the biggest hip-hop artifact? No. Be the biggest uh, ring or piece of jewelry. If he sold. sold his ring now and was still alive. Yeah, they wouldn't call it an artifact. Wouldn't even be, it wouldn't even go for the highest price. Wouldn't even be close. The it was 300000 before that. Yeah, who knows? So it tripled. But it wouldn't be the number one one if he was still alive. That's for sure. Uh, that's it. It's Thursday in the books already. Uh, tomorrow we got ourselves. Well, we'll see about it. I can't mention it yet. <laughs> There's still some legality snafus. We're supposed oh. to sell something tomorrow, and I still haven't heard anything yet. So I'm not bringing it up, but uh, we'll see. See if the higher ups have blown this thing right into the drink, or if we're the bobs actually, are back at it. The again. bobs are at it again, and we've got a we got something that keeps getting pushed back. But it's you know we'll get to it in a little bit. You still can get your uh, your uh, Chiching Chavez at 98kpd.com. It goes to support the uh, Arizona humane society which is always good get on 98kpd.com get your sixer there we're going to be out there next wednesday i believe yes is that right and hanging out over there at four peaks doing our damage and making some noise uh, uh drinking the ching chavez and picking them up we're going to have ching chavez tomorrow night at alopecia palooza too not supposed to but it's my birthday they gave me an extra cake so that'll be over at copper blues tomorrow night that's it we're done shan man's in for larry again today you guys be kind to him and we'll see you tomorrow right here in the morning sickness so long Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this.